happy anime days to everybody, one and all. It's another Christmas episode from Battle School Dropouts. It's been a minute. We missed last year's. We missed last year's, and we didn't realize it till today. No. Uh, I'm Stu. And I'm Bakery. And welcome to Battle School Dropouts. We're going to be talking about six different Christmas episodes uh, this episode here. Six We're gonna Christmas be specials. Reviewing them on our scale of ho, ho, ho. And ho, ho, ho. Indeed. To determine how Christmassy they are and how much we enjoyed them. And uh, to just also further establish that Battle School Dropouts is, in fact, a Christian podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Oh, what we signed up for? Yeah. <laughs> before we get into that, Bakri, how are you doing? Well, I just found out I'm Christian, so <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm struggling gotcha. a little bit. That's, that's tough. Uh, that's going to take me a moment. But uh, otherwise, doing pretty good. Um, yeah, the same old shit, really. Yeah, it's Christmas time. Everybody's doing Christmas parties, and 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 I'm going to get a Christmas tree with my family tomorrow. Oh snap! Um, yeah, should be fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, and we're cozy as shit. We oh, got we got our blankets. We got, we got hoodies. We got hot coffee here, yeah. which is like I guess if we got hot chocolate, would be a little bit more Christmassy. Yeah, but, but it wouldn't have caffeine in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's it's fucking freezing in my apartment right now <laughs> i don't have anything clever i just can't stop talking about the panera lemonade that kills you <laughs> we <We've laughs> talked about it so much every today. time the concept of caffeine comes up in any context the oh, my brain just starts setting off this talk about the, the lemonade that kills you the talk about that the lemonade kills that kills you, kills you. it yeah. kills you is that like won't kill me it'll kill you though viewer watch out it's like four loco then um panera uh panera bread that kills you panera lemonade that kills you are though like i'm trying to think of like the deadliest drinks that have been like told that you can drink them i saw right? i saw someone was tweeting about uh they should have a panera lemonade that kills you flavor of four loco and <laughs> so down yeah like that combination yeah. like it's a combination of the panera lemonade and a four loco i've look i've hung up my four loco gloves i'm i'm an old man now i can't do it but <laughs> That's how I come out of retirement. Isn't it? <laughs> it, honestly, that's like like you could die. <laughs> you know that I could, could die any day. You, you know, you know. Yeah, it's got so much caffeine. The lemonade's not taking me out though. No way. I'll take two of those right to the face. No, no problem. Zero. Well, and, and I'll land the plane. <laughs> it's wild because we drank. So we prior to recording here, mm -hmm. we've both had uh, yerba mate, and now we're drinking coffee in some pretty sizable mugs Indeed. and we're still probably drinking less caffeine than is in the panera lemonade that no kills probably you. about it zero probably this has uh 150 milligrams of caffeine this coffee probably like 100 something like that yeah yeah because it's like probably like two cups of coffee in here something in total. like it yeah yeah that is that is like it's it's above 400 the the amount in a large yeah. panera lemonade that kills you yeah, even with the if you count the cup of coffee I had this morning, I would be at still less than I'd be at around like three hundred, I think. Probably. Yeah. So I've had a lot of caffeine. And today. it's also a dumb amount of sugar too. Like oh yeah. Like absurd amounts of like when someone's like, you know how much sugar's in your soft drink? I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. But like that is actually too much sugar. <laughs> that is way too much. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Um, it's so funny, like 
I got back on Twitter when we posted the last episode, mm-hmm. the um, Digimon versus the woke, and uh, I was just scrolling through it. And everybody, all people are talking about on Twitter on my timeline is the Panera lemonade that kills you. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, real talk, like, condolences to the families of yeah. the people who passed away. That is terrible. Nobody should have to wonder if they're going to die at Panera Bread. Panera Bread of all places. Um, I thought I was safe at Panera Bread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, at Olive Garden or something, sure. But Panera Bread? Jack's Urban Eats? Sure, I'll die at Jack's Urban Eats. Anyway, <laughs> um. They are weirdly expensive for how okay their food is. Jack's. Oh, Jack's, and Panera yeah. Bread actually. Yeah, That's... I mean, all every everywhere you go to eat these days is just like it's too expensive. Like, yeah. There's a burger place that just opened down the street here, and I was kind of excited, but like all the burgers are like thirteen to fifteen dollars. That's, That's without the fries, isn't it? Yeah, without the fries, it's and that's just up. kind of like the price of going out to eat these days, it and really I'm is. not having it. No, it sucks. <laughs> bad yeah. times. In and outs are only savior times. at this point. But yeah, I I think it's interesting. Maybe I just jumped on Twitter on the wrong day, but I've seen more people talk about the Panera lemonade that kills you than that Henry Kissinger died. And people have been waiting for that dude to oh, die. Oh, yeah, Kissinger Day was like big on the day it happened. I yeah. remember I remember I found out there was a there was a Twitter there's a Twitter page or maybe was now uh is Henry Kissinger dead? And every single yeah. day uh, it, like the automated thing would say no. And then the day it happened, the the way I found out was is Henry Kissinger dead po- bot posts. Yes, <laughs> that's that was it the perfect way to purpose. break the news to me. Actually, yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, how else would you want to know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> about fuck fucking guy. time. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Merry Christmas, by the Merry way. Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Just a good way to get into the holiday cheers, wishing yeah. for the death of another human. Yeah, well, I mean, he killed a lot of people. Exactly. Like, yeah. a lot of people, mm-hmm. so fair enough. Lemonade should have got him. Um, what have you been getting into lately? Uh, I've been, let's see, I have made zero progress on the Final Fantasy run. Just get it out there Just right the now. Just the backwards Final Fantasy run. So you're still on 10. I'm still on 10, yeah. Okay. I'm still on, like, the back half of 10, and uh, I just keep getting distracted with other stuff. I, um... Uh, through no actions of my own, I, I, I blacked out, and uh, when I awoke, there was a program um, that can play PlayStation games on my computer, and mm. there was also a, and uh, there just happened to be uh, Brave Fencer Musashi running on my computer, and uh. so I was like, well, I can't just not play it, so I, I played through that recently, and um, <laughs> Brave Fencer Musashi, for those who don't know, is an action RPG uh, by Square Soft at the time. Uh, it released oh, in like yeah. 1996 or seven or something like that. Um, and it loosely, well, not even loosely, it's vaguely based on an actual historical figure named Musashi Miyamoto, uh, who famously fought with two swords and killed a guy named Kojiro Sasaki. And he did so with a sword that he fashioned out of an oar on the way to the island where he was going to duel Sasaki Kojiro. That's pretty cool. It is, yeah. Yeah. Is that how it happened? Who knows? But that's how it happens in the movies. That's how people tell the story. So <laughs> here we are. Um, yeah, it's a very charming, fun little game. Everything's named after food, except well, so everyone in the good kingdom is named it's all you can eat kingdom. Everyone's named after food. So like there's a guy named like there's like a night stew. There's a uh, Yeah, real historical. Yeah, it's a real historical. Yeah. yeah, well, the beginning of it is Musashi gets like summoned through space and time to like be the champion of this kingdom or whatever right which i believe i read about on wikipedia yeah. exactly yeah that's how it happened in, in uh, the in history the, yeah. yeah um 
and all the bad the the thirst quencher kingdom they're the evil ones and uh they've they've kidnapped oh, no. the princess you got to save the princess and they've got, got the panera lemonade that kills you and at they... the thirst questing kingdom <laughs> oh no yeah exactly yeah that's an uphill battle for that guy <laughs> i forget now there was uh Ah oh, fuck. No, it's the 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 big final tower like where you fight all the bosses at the end and stuff like that is called like I think it's called the Soda Fountain or something. So you go and it's you, right there. you must go conquer the lemonade that kills you. <laughs> <laughs> um, You've got to drink two large. <laughs> yeah. No stop or anything. You yeah. Just go. Um <laughs> empty stomach and everything. Oh no. <laughs> uh game's pretty fun it's very charming i like a lot about it the combat is not great uh miyazaki Miyazaki, uh, musashi is a very small little guy and he has very small little guy swords and you have to be very very close to an enemy in order to hit them with your little guy sword and also if you walk into an enemy and press the attack button he will pick them up oh so most of the time when you're trying to attack them you'll end up picking them up instead and then you are very slow when you're holding an enemy, so the other enemies can just beat the fuck out of you. It's it's rough. Yeah, I feel like that's what a lot of like Zelda like games really kind of struggle with. Yeah, is, like, getting the sword to feel like it's a like a, an appropriate length that you can use it. You I know? feel like I feel like the top down ones do it pretty well because like the sword is about the length of Link. You know, yeah, like you you have one Link width to work well, with i feel like i've still played somewhere like i feel like i have a hard time like gauging the attack like when sure. it should come out or how long it is stuff yeah. like that they definitely like the first couple of zeldas like zelda one and two definitely struggled with that i feel like by link to the past it got better mm. not perfect better um yeah but overall pretty fun game okay the ending when you get into the soda fountain. Oh, so you beat it? Oh, I beat it. I, okay. I, I have finished it, and uh, I I think I'm just done with it. Like I was like, oh, maybe I'll return <laughs> to this every couple of years or something. But I'm like, nope. This is this is uh, better off left in the past. I think. Um, mm. The very end of the game, uh, the, you fight a sequence of bosses before you get to the main boss, and the last one before you get to the main boss um, is a like a lady like a thief lady who challenges you to a dance competition and it plays out like a uh, like a simon says rhythm game type of thing the last boss not the last boss it's oh. the it's the boss before it's the last of the henchmen essentially oh, okay, before you get okay. to the last boss and this is fine i played a fuckload of rhythm games i was actually like pretty good at osu i used to be pretty decent at ddr um i can still read the notes just fine i just can't move my feet that fast anymore um all this mm-hmm. this is no problem for me right the issue comes in i play all, every every game i've played on pc i have played with a like a a, a third party like 20 dollar switch pro controller uh in in the style of like a gamecube controller format you know yeah um I have a PS5 controller. I have plenty of other controllers I could use. I just don't. Um, and the problem is B on the on the GameCube controller is mapped to circle on the PlayStation, which opposite oh, sides. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're communicating the note order to me by, you see, you see the person jump on note to note to note, and they're laid out like a PlayStation controller. So when she jumps on square... I need to be hitting X, which is on the other side of the controller. Oh yeah, you're like you need to like flip the controller it's upside flipped. down. But then if I do that, then top and bottom are flipped. Oh. And I probably could have gone into the emulator settings and fixed that, but I didn't. Uh, instead, I realized that each note um, or each button was mapped to a particular note, um, and that that stayed consistent. So if I closed my eyes and used relative pitch, it was a lot easier that's, than actually looking at it. That's like. 
such a nerdy way to get through that. Ten years later, my college my college ear training class. <laughs> no, twelve years later, my college ear training class. <laughs> it's all gonna That's be right. for something. Associates in music, baby. That's what we do it for. <laughs> So that's how I beat Brave Fence Oh, Musashi. no. <laughs> I mean, at least it worked. I've played some games where, like, they have, like, a sudden rhythm section or whatever. Yeah. And, like, there's, like, a delay on your inputs Ooh, or stuff yeah. like that. You know, just really rough, rough stuff. Yeah. 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 I never try. It's like when a game that's not a stealth game brings up a stealth section. It's like, okay, there's a good chance this is going to be rough. <laughs> yeah. I hated those parts. They weren't too difficult, but I hated those parts of the uh, the PlayStation 4 Spider-Man game. Uh, when you they would have oh. you play as as Mary Jane and and Miles Morales, yeah, people people universally dislike those parts. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm down for a, pa- a part where you play as Mary Jane, but why would it have to be a stealth mission? Why does you know what I mean? A stealth section, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I it it's like it makes a certain amount of sense, right? Because you want to contrast the big bombastic fights, you know, like it's a very it's like directly on the other end of things. It's yeah. just like. You better have some good fucking stealth mechanics. <laughs> you fucking or you better. Be- you better let me skip this. One of the two. Or something. Yeah. It was. It was. It was tough. It's tough times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been up to. I can uh, dig it. Yeah. What you been up to? Uh, I've been physically addicted to Dark Tide. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, that's been my go-to. In October, they added like a skill tree mm-hmm. system to it, and we've played kind of since then, and it has totally gotten me hooked on the game because. Oh yeah. Like and it's it's funny like the game has all this looter shooter bullshit in it. Oh yeah. But the thing that makes me play is that I have my class like I'm playing as a psyker right now, which oh, is like nice. the mage, and it's like you can choose one like key ability like and the the normal one is like you can blow up people's heads from a distance. Mm-hmm. But like there's another one where you can throw crystals at people. There's another one where you can do like the force lightning. Oh cool. And those all play slightly differently. So the way you build out that skill tree is so different. Yeah. So it's just like it's totally reinvigorated the game to the point that it's like becoming it's becoming slightly detrimental like oh really like i'm just playing it like um like uh because it's always online and stuff like that too so it's like when i'm in a match it's like okay i'm for the next 25 minutes i don't want to let down these strangers on the internet (laughs) so i better call me names totally totally focus on this yeah i could just quit the game you know they'd never know but i'm like i can't i'm i'm on the 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 (laughs) side of these guys so i gotta help them out can't let my team down yeah, so I've I've wasted a fair amount of time with Dark Tide, but it's super super fun. So these different, so as I understood it, you know, as as far as like the meta of Dark Tide goes, like the Psyker's role in the group is to pick out priority targets and squish their heads so that you know, like the the snipers and the shotgunners and all the rest, you know, can't get your team right. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you can like shoot crystals and force lightning and stuff like that, does that kind of take it like? Does that kind of make that not your your key strength anymore? Well, it's kind of like um it's it's different roles. So like the 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 brain bursting thing, yeah, you can do that from like really long range, but the big thing about it is it does a lot of damage because it always hits enemies in their weak point. Yeah. Right. So you can like I was fighting like a boss enemy showed up and my team was totally scattered and I basically soloed like one of like the boss enemies just by head squishing him basically wow yeah. um there's like a combo you can do where if you use your like 
um, like ability where you basically scream at the enemy. Yeah. You can then do the brain burst thing faster. So it's like I would scream at him, like try to do that, oh. as as block some damage. And like I got my ass beat, but I was able to like take that thing out. And like cool. I'm pretty sure our team would have lost otherwise. Yeah. You know? Um, so that does a lot of damage. The thing where you throw the crystals is really good at like kind of mid-tier and lower enemies. Mm, okay. And then the force lightning is just like a big AoE stun. Like, I it see. looks like it's doing a lot of damage, but it's not. It really does so little. Mm. Um, so so you can kind of be like crowd control, or you can be kind of like mid-level enemy taker-outer, or yeah. you can be like high-level taker-outer. And like each of those, and then on top of that, like the different weapons that you choose and all that, I'm... I'm hooked. They, that sounds cool. Yeah, like they they really did a like. It's so funny to me that so much of the the focus and people talking about the game is like on the live service element and like the looter shooter aspect and people will be progression like, oh. system and stuff. Yeah, and they're like, oh, you know, I can't get the weapon that I want to drop, or I can't get the the blessing for the weapon. I'm like, yeah. They made, but like the game they made is like so good. It's like, a lot of fun. You don't need any of that other shit, you know? Yeah, what I are feel we like. Doing? It's sort of like an insidious, uh, like, thing that, that that's cropped up in like these games as a service, or like it's what the games as a service paradigm is built off of, I guess. Like that, the progression system, like yeah, all of the other stuff, like how fun it is to like run around and shoot stuff, and like the challenges that you face, and the teamwork, and the cooperation, and stuff like that. All of that pales in the face of like number go up if you play longer, you know? Yeah. And look, we've talked about it before on and off the podcast. We both love number go up. Number yeah, go up is great. I love it when great. nine becomes 10. It's super great. It's sick. <laughs> but like, yeah, I feel like that sort of overshadows everything else in a game for a lot of people sometimes. Like yeah. once you've played it enough, you know? Yeah. There are people who are like, um, you know, they have like 300, 400 hours and they're like, there's nothing else for me to do in the game. And I'm like, you can go shoot guys. You can go shoot. A, you can go shoot guys. And that's great. Um, and then B, like you got 400 hours out of like a 40 hour game. Yeah. Like maybe you could make an argument that, hey, I should have gotten more because I bought all of like the cosmetics or something. Well, yeah, but it's but, like, I don't know, it's 400 hours. Like go log off, play other games. Yeah. And then when there's an expansion, you can come back and play more of it. Yeah. Like I've got 100 hours in the game and I'm pretty much like very satisfied yeah. with it. Like I, I definitely want to play more. But like, if I reach a point that like I, I'm, you know, okay, I've maxed out all, all the characters. Mm -hmm. I, I have gear that I like for all of them, and nobody wants to play online anymore. Cool, I'll, I'll be a very happy guy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That sounds sick. I gotta, I gotta jump on. I just jump on steam more in general but yeah i definitely want to play more dark tide so that was a lot of fun when we played like a couple of weeks ago or something yeah. yeah yeah the one thing that's the only thing that gets to me with it at the moment is like they have cosmetics in the game that you can buy and i would be yeah. like tempted to buy them because i've like put a lot of time into the game some of the stuff's really cool but they're all like you know how like fortnite has like Every now, I guess a lot of places do it where it's like they'll have a cosmetic, but it's only going to be around for today or this season yeah. or whatever. So they kind of do that. So it's like if I don't like what they have this season, which happens to be a decent amount of the time, then like, okay, I'm not interested. And if I do see one, but I can't afford it at the moment, I can't go back and buy it later. Yeah. So it's just like if you just left everything on the market and let me choose, I'd probably spend another like 20, 30 bucks on the game. Sure. But like. I don't know. It's just fucking dumb. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? 
Anyways, that's my Dark Tide rant. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dark Tide's a good time. Yeah. Uh, speaking uh-huh. of games as a service, you know what I tried out recently? Oh, boy. I tried out Genshin Impact. Oh, you're like, that weeb now. I just, I was like one day, like, I've always been like curious, just like, what's the deal? What makes this like, because it's like the number one best sell, like most profitable game ever now, I think. Yeah. Uh, like actual number one. So I was like, what's the deal? I keep seeing people post about, I've seen so much fan art and all this stuff. Oh my God, this event was so good. I love this story, blah, blah, blah. Like, what's the deal? So I installed it um, and I played it for maybe a combined, I don't know, three, four hours, um, like over a couple afternoons. Um, Sight. <laughs> I don't yeah. really have anything good to say. Like, it looks pretty. Uh, the music was nice. Um, it like it plays fine. It's like uh, it's like Breath of the Wild with cooldowns. You know, yeah. It's it, you, you got the glider. You can climb up stuff. You got your one, two, three, four attack combo, and then every character has like a special ability and like an ultimate ability, and they're both on. Yeah, cooldowns. it's fine. Uh, it's it's interesting to me seeing what games kind of. Um take off and what ones don't yeah you know like like i i I'm talking to a friend um friend of mine named sophie who i believe is very into genshin oh um, oh she's she's gone really in deep on like all these different aspects of the game um just very optimized and it sounds like there's a lot going on but when i kind of see like at least like the beginning level stuff i'm like i don't i don't see how this evolves or yeah. steps up or whatever you know like when you look at like wow right like you can be like, even though you're just killing a boar, it's like, well, that toolbar sure does have a lot of slots on yeah. there. And that sure does What's seem- gonna go there? Yeah. And like it really seems like, yeah. But- yeah. And like Final Fantasy I've played a lot of Final Fantasy 14, a few hundred hours of it at least. And um like I totally the same way. I, I yeah. would say the first I don't know, probably even a hundred hours of Final Fantasy 14, give or take, depending on how long it takes you, like are not very good. Like, if the game was just that... I mean, they're fine, but, like, yeah. if the game was just that, I wouldn't be into it, and I wouldn't have recommended anybody get into it. I still... It's still very hard to recommend people get into it because it's like, yeah, it's great once you get through this, like, you know, the first 50 <laughs> levels. That is a tough sell. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah, it's kind of the same with World of Warcraft at this point. Totally, too. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I've, 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 got, I've gotten to max level in World of Warcraft before. Uh, it's not anymore, but, but you know, right. at the time it was. <laughs> um, this was back in... I don't fucking know cataclysm or some shit. I don't know, but um, yeah. Uh, so I I totally believe that that's the case with Genshin too. Yeah. Like if you put the time in, and like what's there isn't bad by any means. It's mm. like it's it's kind of got a MMO sort of grind or like a Final Fantasy fourteen sort of grind set, grind set. Uh, like grind idea. style, grind style. Yeah, I don't even know what I'm grind, fucking trying to grind say. Grind set. There's grind. <laughs> is the right term and that is but it's just (laughs) the word is too poisoned definitely uh well the thing is so like you you hit uh there's a main quest line right you do a quest and then you get some more of the story and then it's like the next segment the next quest in it is not available until you hit this level so you have to go find quests and things to do okay to grind up to to the point where you can do the next story quest Doing the story quests, I'm like, yeah, this is pretty fun. Like, this is a, the, yeah, it's a, it's a good, it's a good podcast game. Like, it's, yeah, I'm gonna crank up a podcast and just like, you know, beat up some slimes or whatever. Great time. Um, the moment I am no longer able to do a story quest and I have to just like go find some venom snacks, like you know, it's like, go kill the frogs, get yep. the venom snacks, bring it back. <laughs> like the moment that happens, I'm like, what's the fucking point? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. 
but yeah, like I'm sure it's one funny thing actually. So it's a gotcha game, right? Right, right, right. Um, and through doing the tutorial and stuff like that, you get these like crystals that let you pull like for you know roll spin the dice, do the slot machine thing. Mm-hmm. Um, spin the dice is not how you say that. What the fuck ever. Spin the dice. <laughs> I mean, you can spin a dice. Yeah, you spin yeah. the wheel, roll the dice, roll spin down dice. Yeah, it's maybe that's what you're thinking. Yeah, of. yeah you're, there you go. You're just thinking about your favorite game, Magic the Gathering. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I sure do love Magic, and I've said that before on this podcast. Um. <laughs> What was I saying? So uh, you get, I don't know, uh, let's say 20 free pulls like through the entirety of like the tutorial, yeah. which is a pretty decent amount, right? So um, I went and I pulled, there's this one character, like super fan favorite. Uh, her name's Mona. She's like the, compo- like um, there's, she's a witch lady and there's another witch lady named Lisa. So together, Mona Lisa. Um, uh, seen so much fucking fan art of this character i'm like <laughs> super super popular i want to know what the deal is i want to figure out why everybody fucking loves this character besides her ass I, i'm pretty sure that's the main part of it but whatever <laughs> um and so i see mona on the uh, on like one of the banners that you can pull for which is like the the pool of things that you can pull for I'm like, yeah stuff you can get yeah and so i'm like hey you know fuck it let's see i know it's like a 0.008 percent chance whatever but like hey let's give it a go um and I use my 10 pull. I get a couple of other characters that are not Mona, like a couple four stars or whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay, neat. And then I find out, like, and that was it. Like, I'm, I'm all out of tokens. We're done. And then I realize every time you spin, uh, you get, like, scraps, essentially, which you can then pile up and, it, like, turn in for more things, including more rolls. Oh. So I was like, I have enough for one more. Fuck it. Like, I'm probably never going to play this game again once I stop playing it today. And I have not. Like this, this was like two, three weeks you ago. You were correct. I haven't picked yeah. it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I I get, I check, cash in all my shit for one more roll and I fucking Charlie and the Chocolate Factory that shit. I got the <laughs> fucking character. I pulled the five star. I don't like her. <laughs> She's not fun. He's not fun to play. And like, yeah. look, this is I I know nothing. I'm sure there's so much shit I just I'm completely ignorant of. I'm not saying anything about the quality of the game itself. But the play style is not for you. It's not for me. Yeah. It's certainly not for me. And like <laughs> even if it could grow into something that I would really enjoy, like say if I got to, I don't know, max level or whatever, and then like, oh, it's so sick, there's all this cool shit you can do. It's not gonna be worth it f- for me to spend the time to get there. Right. So, yeah, I'm kind of yeah. just finished. If anybody yeah. wants to buy my account for that stupid ass <laughs> character, let me know. Yeah, comment down below yeah, what you'll pay for. Throw me it. 30 bucks, it's yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's yeah. yeah, it it Okay, to segue, I'm going to segue us down to a like a darker path and then I'm going to try to bring us out. Ooh, okay. okay. I like giving me the trajectory. I know it's yeah. forward to. Now. Well, I don't want to think that I'm just bringing down the podcast. Right? Uh- <laughs> um I've been thinking more and more now that I, this is again the old man anime podcast, mm-hmm. like more and more about like things I want to do in video games and like games I want to play and stuff like that. And that as I'm getting older, I just may keep on the back burner and never complete. Oh, sure. Right. And like, and like a big one for me is like, I might never beat Final Fantasy VII, you know, or I might be never beat Final Fantasy IX, even though like, our friends love those games yeah. and you know and like and i think they're pretty cool and i should experience the things that my friends love yeah right? yeah and it's just like i might never beat those games you know i might never beat left for dead 2 on expert on every map ah. even though i love that game 
that be, shit's hard. We can, we can co-op that. We can do it. Yeah, we can get through it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's just like you only have so much time. Totally. You know? Um, you become, like, painfully aware of that as you get older and, like, more yeah. responsibilities and just stuff like that. Yeah, more things kind of ta- tack on. And then I'm also kind of seeing, like, my parents start to get, like, older, yeah. too. You yeah. know? Like, struggle with, like, some things that used to not be a big deal. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, oh, yeah, age is coming for all of us. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, is there anything on your brain? Like, what do you have any, like, gaming bucket list things that are being held back by the fact that you're wasting a day playing fucking Genshin Impact? <laughs> 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 wasn't a day i can i can only stomach like two hours of that time. <laughs> okay like it, my I legit like it's not even like i'm falling asleep and my brain starts just shutting down it's like i legit found myself just like staring at the computer like what, what am i doing you're what? slowly entering a coma yeah, yeah i'm like entering a fucking fugue state with that game i just can't <laughs> at some point i'm like i i physically cannot play this game anymore what's um, what's flow state but you're like a zombie yeah, yeah. it's like the actual opposite of flow. <laughs> like, or the dead yeah. state <laughs> dead state yeah yeah <laughs> Like the, yeah. What's what do you call like a, a river that just doesn't move? It's yeah. a, I'm a, I'm a, it's a lake state, swamp state. <laughs> yeah, swamp yeah. state. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> uh, oh, gaming bucket list stuff. There's a bunch of like part of my reasoning for revisiting Miyazaki. Uh, why do I keep saying Miyazaki? It's not that Musashi, Brave Fencer Musashi. Part of my reason for revisiting that game uh, has been because like that's been like one of my favorite games for a long time and i'm using air quotes because i love the shit out of it as a kid but realistically that was two decades ago yeah i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about with it so like mm-hmm. i wanted to see like have a clear picture of like what that game is and like there's a lot of other games like that like there's plenty of that i have revisited but like there's games like i don't know legend of Legaya or um fucking um what was that what was that there's like there's a, it's mostly it's mostly PlayStation RPGs now that I think about it. Um, there's Skies a lot of Arcadia. I was just say I feel like uh, for me growing up not having a PlayStation in my mm-hmm. house like a PlayStation One. There's all these games that like I I kind of know in like mystery right yeah like, i've seen glimpses of them at like friends houses you know like, yeah what's this weird japanese role-playing game it looks so cool you know and, and I, really the only one i ever like got into when i was younger was like legend of dragoon oh yeah the only like whoa what's this one you know? see that's when i that's when i've revisited recently um right and like that was opposite experience i remember trying legend of dragoon after not having it for a long time and then like in high school at some time i tried it and i was like it's kind of sucks. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then I came back to it more recently, and I'm like, no, it's it's fine. It's good. Yeah. I, I enjoy it. Uh, the the pause mu- the pause screen music is a bop. Yeah, fucking wonderful. Um, if you if you go on my Twitter, I I uh, remixed that. Uh, I I put um a Method Man song over it, Hell and it fits yeah. perfectly. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. The 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 combat's fun. I like the time hit stuff. It's 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 fine. I don't know why I struggled with it so much before. I just didn't have the yeah. Maybe it was lag on my PS3, or maybe I'm just bad at video games. Who yeah, knows? I mean, there is like a weird timing to it. I will say for anybody thinking about Legend of Dragoon, I beat the entire game as a middle schooler only ever using like the double slash thing. I never Oh, like the first one? Yeah, I never used any of the complicated stuff. And I beat I beat the game. I killed the final boss and everything. I beat Hell the yeah. final boss on my second try. Damn. Yeah. Um, which was never a little... gonna play beat Final Fantasy VII though. <laughs> never gonna beat Final Fantasy VII. Well, that's the other thing too. Is like you played Final Fantasy VII. You, totally. We have yeah. Final Fantasy VII at home, and it's Legend of Dragoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that's the that's kind of the thing. Is like I think about when I was a kid, and I was like, y- like I feel like I just spent like weeks of my life playing video games. They feel so long when you're a kid. Yeah. yeah. Well, and in, in in addition, like I just 
kind of remember like coming home from school, booting up Final Fantasy X, and just playing it until I had to go to bed. Yeah. You know, not doing any homework. You know, which <laughs> yeah. is why I did so badly in school. But like anytime I wasn't grounded because I was doing so terribly in school, mm-hmm. I was playing video games. Yeah. If I had that chance. Or if I was going to a friend's house, we were going there and we were gonna play video games. Exactly right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then these days it's like, you wanna go get lunch? I'm like, there's no gaming at lunch, <laughs> but yeah, let's go. Where's the lunch spot for gamers? Yeah. It's a business idea. Yeah, that's the clientele I really want to bring in is sandwiches and gamers. <laughs> yeah, nothing will go wrong. Just getting breadcrumbs everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, totally with you. I think like part of it is like for me anyway, uh when I was a kid, I didn't really have an idea of like how these things were structured. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like Brave Fencer for Misashi, for instance, is six chapters. And like when I was at chapter five or four or five in the game, like as a kid, like as far as I knew, there was an infinite amount of game left. Yes. And now like that, I kind of know how this shit works and I just kind of know how these things are paced and whatnot. Like I was, you know, at chapter four or five and I was like, Oh, I'm almost done. Like this will, this is like the rest of this sitting and I'm, or like two more sittings. I'll beat this game. You know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. These things just feel so much smaller. I'll say final fantasy seven. The last time I played it, like, it, it that is that gets hit with that big time like i thought final fantasy 7 was this massively expansive game and like nah, it's 40 50 hours maybe yeah yeah well 40 50 hours is still a good, that's a big good deal chunk yeah. yeah but like that felt like a lifetime as a kid like yeah. ocarina of time was like you know might as well be like a, a graduation or something like that was <laughs> that was life spent playing that game i uh, know yeah 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 i think i've i've spent a ton of, and you can beat that game in like 12 hours like casually yeah i feel like yeah. you know and like i think i played i yeah that's trying to get everything. The other thing that's different now too, as now that I'm older, it's like as a kid, I would look up guides all the time to mm. stuff, but the internet was like dial up, like growing up. So you couldn't, I couldn't just go on the internet anytime I wanted. And yeah. now, um, and then there was a period of time where I'm like, I'm, I'm a real gamer. I'm not going to look up any guides. Yeah. And then I started playing dark souls. I'm like, fuck this. I'm looking up guides. <laughs> look up that guy, and yeah. I got no problem with looking up guides anymore. And like, but it's so easy now. Like mm-hmm. I can just like, I die. I go back to the bonfire. I pull out my phone. I go, what the fuck? How do I kill this boss? You know? <laughs> yep. uh, or like, where am I supposed to go? You know? And, um, like I basically played Dark Souls two on one screen, and Dark I had a Dark Souls two guide next to me, just so I could see like where the fuck do I go next? How do I beat this fucking game? Yep. And um, I do that a lot more now, so you can really see like how long the game, like, because you know you can't really look at a guide, especially like in a Wikipedia format, without seeing like okay, there are twelve chapters. Yeah. Or this game has like twenty four levels. Yeah. And I'm on the thirteenth one, so there we go. You know. Yeah. Totally. I think I think actually like having a, a decent idea of like the scope of a game like that uh, has made it a lot easier for me to get through them. Like, yeah, I think the Final Fantasy challenge, like say playing Final Fantasy 12 or 15 or something like that would have felt a lot more daunting if I didn't know, like I'm on chapter 11 now. I've got four more chapters and then I'm done. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially when your goal is to like. I feel like as a kid, you're also just there to like kind of experience a game. Yeah. Whereas like now that I'm older, it's like like I do think about Final Fantasy VII as not oh I want to play and experience Final Fantasy VII. It's like I want to beat Final Fantasy. You want to cross it off a list. You know? Yeah. It's like kind of similar like how people talk about like books and stuff. Like oh I haven't yeah. like read a book in a long time. It's like I've touched plenty of books. I've read like. 60 pages of plenty of books. I haven't finished a book in fucking ages. That's a very good point. Me neither, yeah. with the exception of comic books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the exception of comic books. books. Yeah. yeah, and manga. Um, 
when yeah. I when I say manga, when I say comic books, I mostly mean manga. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is an anime <laughs> podcast. So yeah, it's just interesting. Um, like I I don't know. I just I don't like when I play a video game. I'm like, oh, I have to beat this game. I can't yeah. just experience it unless it's something kind of open worldy because I'm pretty bad about beating those ones and i know that going into it and it's also like beating it like say with skyrim or oblivion or like elder scrolls whatever you can beat one of those games in a couple sessions yeah like you can get from the opening to the end credits pretty fast yeah and it's by design because like 98 percent of all there is to do in the game is not in the main story correct so like yeah. at that point like if if one person did that, just like slam through to the end of the game, called it quits, and another person spent 80 hours doing all their favorite quest lines and the Dark Brotherhood and the Thieves and the DLC and all that, like who really played the game? You know, yeah, what I mean? exactly. Yeah, who got the, who got the because you could, I think if you just played through Skyrim's main story, you'd be like, I don't get it. Yeah. Like, why are people so excited about this game? Yeah. You know, um, yeah. And then it's it's kind of funny, like almost like the inverse with like Cyberpunk has some really good side quests, but that main storyline's like really good despite yeah. it being an open world. And that's like that's why it's like one of the few open world games that I've like actually beaten. Cause like I barreled through it and beat it in like twenty hours oh, sure. or so. And I loved the story and everything. Yeah. So I need to I need to get back to Cyberpunk. I was I was very much enjoying what I was playing of that. Um, yeah well okay let's let's bring it back up from we're gonna die before we can beat our favorite video games or <laughs> whatever uh, or like you know play them every year or whatever yeah uh, like there's just not enough time oh i will say my thing that i want to do for the rest of my life though is every new year's eve i play through metal gear revengeance Oh hell yeah! And uh, that's just a tradition I want to do. I don't want to go a year without beating that game. <laughs> Is that what you're doing this this new year? Yeah, Eve? that's my plan. Oh, yeah. yeah, I I wake up at like nine and I play it till like two or three. Oh sick! I've done it like the last couple of years. Hell yeah! So like I streamed it one. You you were with me. Which I streamed. Oh it one that's day. right. Pretty yeah, sure that was right. New Year's Eve. Yeah. Um, yeah, my favorite game ever made. We so. were gonna hang later that day anyway, right? And then yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, it was well, like maybe well, I'll be around for the for the revengeance this year. Yeah, yeah. hey, come on over. Yeah. I, I always invite people to come over and like experience <laughs> the game with me, and nobody ever shows up. So <laughs> maybe this is the time. There you go. <laughs> um, let me. So twenty twenty three is coming to an end. Indeed. Uh, not to spoil when we're recording this, but um, three forty nine p.m. Pacific time, uh, <laughs> December 9th, twenty twenty three. No, no. no. <laughs> Um, I'm doing this for myself so I can like light a fire under my ass because I feel like I take so fucking long to edit the audio for these <laughs> things, like unacceptably long. So this is me calling myself out here. There you go. Hey, Bakri. Yeah. When I listen to it. this in like a week and a half, I'm gonna feel really bad. <laughs> when we put this up after Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Um, what? Okay. Well, I, I want to go like category by category. Doesn't have to be from this year. Just mm. something you would kind of experience this year or that you really enjoyed this year. What was your favorite video game that you played in 2023? Ooh. What was the one you enjoyed the most? Obviously, I went on like a 20-minute rant about mine, but... Damn, I wasn't ready for this one. What, Shit, hang yeah. on. I get <laughs> Damn, the feeling... Damn, got you with a good one. I get the feeling it's going to be Baldur's Gate, but I don't want to settle on that just yet, especially because I haven't beaten Baldur's Gate. <laughs> yeah, Same exact conversation we were just having. I spent... I've easily over 60 hours in that game. I have not beaten it yet. Yeah. Um, it's probably close to 70, 80. But, uh, but you've really enjoyed those 60 hours so far? So, I fucking... That game is so good. It's <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Um, Like, there's... I 
to my knowledge, there's nothing exactly like it. Like if I ever want to get the high from playing Baldur's Gate, I know I'm going to try Divinity, Original Sin and all that other stuff. Yeah. But like I get the feeling if I want to have this experience again, I'm just going to have to come back to Baldur's Gate. Yeah, it's wild. Like everybody who's into Baldur's Gate is really fucking into Baldur's Gate. Like I nobody would say it like I. I have friends who are like, oh, you got to play Baldur's Gate. You got to play. No, none of them ever even have said the words like divinity to me. (laughs) And that's by the same studio even. Yeah. 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 Uh, And what's really surprising to me about that game is that like, I think there it's the word I often use for this kind of thing is friction. There's a lot of friction in Baldur's Gate 3. Like things often do not go your own way, uh, go your way. Like combat, you know, D&D combat, it's difficult. Like you can, you can, you can get your ass killed pretty easily. Um and all this and like there's story events that will drastically change based on a dice roll stuff like that right um and despite this like or rather i'm just surprised that like so many people are fucking with it despite the the amount of friction that's in the game because like my impression has always been like the one the games like the lowest common denominator like this is going to sell a bajillion copies type games are the ones that like just give the player like an, a, a good time like no friction just totally. like you know you're the best you're the baddest ass guy go do the thing yeah you there's a it. reason why like call of duty was successful for like, sure or all the all the fucking you know single player like movie games you know yeah, yeah i don't even mean that disparagingly i like god of war and i like last of us and I like totally. all that other shit but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um yeah so i was i was very surprised by yeah. the success of this game i'm really surprised that there are so many like in-game checks of like skills and dice rolls and things like that yeah but um yeah like i kind of assumed like when i saw those dice roll things i was like oh those must just be for like side things or every once in a while or whatever oh no yeah 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 i was like that's gonna like piss people off but everybody seems to love it so there yeah i mean there's there's been a couple i don't i can't remember an instance where i've like save scummed for like a dice roll type thing Maybe once or twice. I'm only human. Yeah. But like uh yeah, like there's some like been a lot of situations where I'm just like, I just gotta deal with it, you know. Yep. I think it's kinda cool too that they actually show the dice roll as yeah. well. Cause I think there's a lot of games where there is a dice roll like behind the scenes, but because you don't see it, you just fail and you're like, fuck. Totally. Because like, like uh like uh Fallout three, I think, has kind of a I similar was gonna system. say they just show you the the percent chance of it of it working. Yeah. Disco Elysium, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, I, I feel like being able to see the mechanism of it makes it more frustrating. Like what it, <laughs> oh, interesting. it just okay. feels like a, like, well, oh, you didn't do it. You know, like they're just flipping a coin, like, oh, didn't happen. Better luck next time. You're like, Hey, <laughs> that's the way the cookie crumbles. But like, when you see that you rolled a 17, when you needed an 18, you're like, fuck. Like, yeah. So frustrating. <laughs> yep. Um, but that's D and D that's D and D you know, Hey, that's how it goes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Baldur's Gate three, the amazing phenomenal game. I, you got to play it. You got to play, play it. it. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm hoping to be on it soon. Uh, you got a favorite movie that you experienced this year other than Cinderella. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now my head's just on Cinderella. Um, <laughs> hang on, hang on. I, I'm such a like recency bias person. Yeah. Like my, I've often said my favorite movie is the last one I saw and really liked. So like right now it's the Planet of the Apes like prequel trilogy. Yes, those are great. We also just saw Godzilla minus oh yeah zero minus one minus one minus, minus one, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was excellent. That was way too good. I was not that like that honestly again recency bias but like that might be the like my favorite movie i've seen all year yeah i think john wick 4 came out this year Ooh, so that's godzilla um, hit me in the feelings in a way that john wick didn't no well john wick uh 
had uh, he shot a lot of people and did a lot of flips. And that's, so that's honestly that goes really far for me. Yeah, yeah. I uh, don't know if uh, going to take it back to the Chihayafuri episode for a minute, like talking about stuff that gets us to tear up. A really good fight scene will get me to tear up a lot of the yeah. time. Yeah, like, yeah. And I definitely felt that in John Wick, but like Godzilla had God, yeah. emotions. Yeah, like, it was that was that was a big fucking story. I, I, mean, I loved it. We all left the theater, and I was kind of drunk, but like everybody was like. Yeah, that kind of got me choked up. Yeah, you know? no, yeah, like, the end, like, yeah. yeah, really good. Totally didn't didn't have to go that hard. It didn't, but yeah. I'm glad it did. Yeah, uh, Blue Giant was another one that was like a like, yeah, really yeah. hit me on an emotional level. Like, I I don't have to. Everybody's everybody's told me like, oh, you're gonna love you're gonna love uh, Whiplash when you get around it because I played jazz for a long time. Oh, um, yeah, and I'm like. All right, I've seen the fucking not my tempo scene. I've I've read the synopsis. I know what happens in the movie. I'm just not that interested. I'm sure it's great. It's just you know me being a jazz musician, particularly a drummer, is not going to get me to watch that movie. Yeah, I'll, it'll happen eventually. Jazz is almost like the least important important part. What's really big in that movie is just fucking stress. Yeah, like I've never left a movie like so fucking anxious in my life. That's the thing. I think that's the thing that like to to get us completely off the rails here. But like that's the thing I think that really bothers me about that movie is that like. I, I get the idea and like, you know, yeah, if you want to strive for greatness, like you, you, there's going to be a lot of stress and like hard work and sacrifice and all that. I totally get it. But like, like, I think for a lot of people who make music, even even professionals, like music's kind of like a happy place. Like it's a meditative, yeah. like, you know, really, you know, it's it's a very positive thing to me. And like to to see it portrayed like that and this isn't me trying to get on any sort of like ethical grandstanding i just like that bums me out a little bit yeah yeah and it's it's like uh, to me i'm like it's the pursuit of greatness but like at what cost yeah and i think the movie kind of has that note too i don't know it's just too stressful for like a guy who can't even like read notes for like drums and stuff <laughs> like that like watching this guy like just get slapped over and over i was like god damn yeah yeah, too much. Yeah, too um, much. I'm sure and I'll see it and enjoy it eventually. But um, Blue Giant, Blue Giant is is my new like you know if I like that's my new movie to be really annoying about. Like I <laughs> love that movie. It was so sick. Hell yeah. Yeah, I I really wanted to like come back to theaters or streaming or something, um, so I can tell people to watch it. Because right now I think the only way is to like torrent it. But um, yeah, yeah, fucking fantastic movie. Yeah. Okay, and then let's get to one last one before we go into Wait, what was your, Christmas. What was oh, your John Wick Four. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love that movie yeah. so much. Um, it just went there. There's a sign. There's a scene where they're in Paris and they're like signing a contract or whatever. And there's just like crane shot where they're like perfectly centered in between two buildings and like the Eiffel Tower in the background. I'm yeah. like, yeah, you didn't need to go that hard. But I'm glad for did. this little scene here. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I love it. Everything was just over the top. Um, what is your favorite anime that you watched this year, and why is it Jujutsu Kaisen season two? Oh, it, it actually is Jujutsu Kaisen season yeah, two. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I got to go back and um, I got to go back and and redact something from the uh, the fucking the ranking episode. Like, or yeah. oh no, I meant it at the time, but like, totally changed my stance on it fucking great characters love love everything that they've been doing with season two um, yeah the flashback stuff was sick like the the gojo and ghetto's like the origin story yeah i like once you told me that it wasn't just like the whole season wasn't going to be a prequel yeah. i was way more invested in those parts and holy shit everything that happens afterwards is like 
stellar. Like, Insane. it's still going on. I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah. holy smokes, is it good. Yeah, we're, I think, as of time of recording, we're like three, four episodes out from the end of the series yeah. season. Um, but yeah, fucking phenomenal. Like, I feel like every episode has had some killer fucking fight scene in it. Yeah. Uh, that, that's just crazy. That's kind of like the way I think about like Jujutsu Kaisen is, is like, it's kind of like pro wrestling where it's like you've seen a lot like you can kind of tell what's going to happen in the show yeah. a lot of the time like there aren't a lot of twists where you're like oh, i've never seen anything like this like if you've seen shonen anime you've seen Jujutsu, excuse me you've seen kind of the plot of Jujutsu kaisen anime. yeah but the fights are so good and the execution on that shonen plot is so good that it's like when the bad guy shows up, it was like, I'm Captain Bad Guy and I'm gonna murder hella people. You're like, Yeah, kill Captain Bad Guy, yeah. you know? And then and then the last few episodes though, I think have really like been like I've been surprised at the level of carnage against certain main characters and Definitely. stuff like that. I I feel a, a kind of similar unease that I do that I had when I was reading Chainsaw Man. Like there's yeah. a point in Chainsaw Man where shit changes forever. And I kind of feel like Jujutsu Kaisen is like crossed that point in the last few episodes. Kind of feels that way. Like it feels like nobody's safe anymore. Yeah, nobody's safe. The 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 stakes are still really heavy, but I still really like all the characters. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um and I, I there's I've been having uh, like just about every episode my my friend who I live with and I will will uh get together and chat about it and stuff and like we're a very different minds of like how the story we're both enjoying it a lot but we're very different minds as of like how the story is being presented um and like there's a lot of details in that like he wishes were you know more outright stated in the plot and like you know like this is why this character is doing this and this is their motivation and stuff like that but like there's been a lot of moments in the show for me where like when i can't say any of the details about spoiling shit but like there's certain stuff that happens in it that like you have to just sort of put together why a character would have done that and like when you do it's like oh damn like that that like really hit me yeah like, um, i can't fucking say anything without i can't say anything but yeah, we'll talk about it after. yeah we'll um, talk about it afterwards yeah, yeah yeah it's really good and everybody I, I needs to watch it yeah. yeah and as much as i love stuff like you know say like naruto that like you know just puts it all out there like we see the flashback we see we hear the montage or the, the the monologue and all that it is really cool to see something that just like lets you work for the the like emotional payoff a little bit you know yeah. lets you put stuff together yourself it's i think it's really neat yeah yeah fantastic show. and saves more time for fight scenes yeah absolutely every episode's got a great fight too. it's it's interesting too it reminds me a lot of mob psycho where totally i really liked season one but like season two was like just like such a jump up yeah right? and i i wasn't ready for it i cried at the end of mob psycho season two yeah you know what? i still haven't watched season three it's season three's all right okay season, season three um i was hearing some people talk about it and basically it's like there wasn't that much left of the manga after season two so like season three's kind of stretched out and mm. i agree with that like, there's a really good plot point that happens in season three but it's stretched out over kind of too many episodes mm, okay but season two is still fantastic and season three is good okay yeah yeah we'll get to that one of these days one of these days yeah um yeah jujutsu kaisen fucking rules yeah it's so fucking good. I'm I'm really curious to see how this arc ends and really curious to see where it goes from here. Yeah. It's Jesus. It's the first time in a while where I'm also like caught up on a show and I'm like yeah. waiting. Like as soon as I realize, oh shit, it's been a week since I've seen the last episode, I'm like on my computer watching it as soon as <laughs> yeah. I can, you know? It's like, yeah, Thursday. Like this most recent episode, uh, I follow a few like Sakuga bot Twitter accounts and like before it was even up on fucking Crunchyroll, like I woke up Thursday. 
and there were already bits from the newest fight. And I'm like, give me a second. God, yeah. I woke up just now. Come on. Um, yeah, so I, I had to unfollow those accounts. I was just yeah. like, I'm not going to get this shit spoiled for me anymore. Yeah, um, which is a bummer. But yeah, those fight scenes are cool. They're, yeah, they're really sick. Um, yeah, but like, I feel like that just puts extra pressure on me to like watch it the moment I can. Because it's like, if I don't, I'll probably get spoiled on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, get off Twitter. That, that you can do that too. That's one way to do it. Yeah. yeah. Fucking terrible website. Terrible website. All right. Well, you want to talk about Christmas? Let's talk about Christmas. Let's talk about Christmas anime. So uh, we got a tradition on the podcast that we didn't do last year, but whatever. Uh, it's our podcast. We do what we want. Exactly. Um, where we watch six episodes of Christmas themed anime. Mm -hmm. Right. Different episodes. Doesn't matter how much of the show we've seen. We're watching Christmas episodes. Indeed. So this year. Um, I'll have all the episodes in the description, but we watched Cardcaptor Sakura, uh, Sakura's Wonderful Christmas. We watched. We did the right one this time. <laughs> we, did the right we watched one. the Christmas episode. Uh, we watched Science Ninja Team Gotcha Man, a Christmas present of death. Uh, we watched Lupin the Third Part Two, The Slight Before Christmas. Mm -hmm. We watched Donkey Kong. <laughs> Congo Bongo Festival of Lights. Banana Slamma, baby. <laughs> we watched Dinosaur King, uh, Santasaurus, and we also watched Recovery of an MMO Junkie. Episode one. I didn't write down the name of that episode. It, it is, uh, yeah, I don't remember. It's, I don't think it has to, like, the, the title probably doesn't have Christmas in it. Um, it, yeah. it is a Christmas episode, takes place uh, in the days leading up to and then Christmas, but uh, it's also like the intro of the whole show, so it's like, it, it doesn't bill itself as such, so. Yeah. Um, well, let's go through in the order that we watched them here. Yep. And let's discuss our, our Christmassy feelings here. So the first one, like I said, was Cardcaptor Sakura, episode 35, Sakura's Wonderful Christmas. Yeah. Um, I have not seen very much of Cardcaptor Sakura, yeah. I've realized. <laughs> uh, or at least I remember very little of it from... Uh, probably elementary school when yeah. i was watching it that was when i watched the most we watched card captors the uh the four kids version right um but yeah i had watched like yeah, you a can't few have a episodes. girl name in your show legit like I, I maybe i talked about this last time but like i was so bamboozled as a kid because i was like uh, sailor moon tokyo Mimi, that's for girls okay i watched cool guy shit like dragon ball and Yu-Gi-Oh and card captors because card captors a cool boy show even though it's about a girl, it doesn't matter. We're collecting the cards, we're doing the action shit. Does it, it's got the cool theme song, whatever. And then, uh, yeah, and then I watched Card Captor Sakura on uh, Crunchyroll back before it was what we know now as Crunchyroll, and uh, it's I saw the Catch You Catch Me song, and I was like, oh no, I was I was tricked. I watched the shoujo anime the whole yeah. time. Yeah, you watched a show for girls. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know. I wasn't a boy the whole time. I yep. fucking, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that means you're a girl now. Shit. Yeah, gotcha. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember really liking it as well. And I was definitely one of those boys who only watched voice shows. So yeah. basically, same thing. Which is like, yeah. looking back, very stupid. Like Super dumb. Sailor Moon fucking rules. Like, don't, yeah, Sailor yeah. Moon's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I so... I, I just remember her using cards. And it's interesting watching episode 35, only <laughs> vaguely remembering the beginning of it. Um, it's interesting watching it because it's very shoujo-y, very like romance and like life heavy and then there's like this kind of like hard turn to oh you need to go do this magical girl thing real quick yeah when she's not dealing with 
the the cloud cards, which I think it's it's I'm pretty sure it's pronounced like it's supposed to be pronounced clow, like C L O W, like glow with a C. But like the four kids version said clow, and hey, it's been decades. I'm not going to change my ways now. I thought I read clown cards. Oh yeah, no N. Yeah, no N. Okay, that, clown that, cards. That's that, I'm pretty sure that's the reasoning that got us the pronunciation of clow and not clow. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, like clown, clown without the end instead of clown. <laughs> they were like fighting this like fire demon creature, and I was like, "That's not a clown weird at all." Clown there. Yeah, man. I don't know what <laughs> Japan does for clowns, but that's weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The, the so the the whole episode I would say is like pretty cute. Yeah. Like it's like you know just these kids going on their whole thing. The part that we can't piece together is like so Sakura's got a crush on this boy uh who appear is both larger and apparently older than her i would have to assume so he's like like twice her height almost yeah and it's it's hard to kind of like go into this episode not knowing anything about like what their relationship is like i know she has a crush on this guy but like i looked up their ages on google and like sakura's like 10 and this guy's like 15 so it's like does he see himself as like a chaperone? Like, does, like the relationship seems a little odd just jumping into it. And we had kind of the same problem when we watched not the Christmas episode in our last Christmas episode yeah. where I just fucked up and picked episode just 34 instead of 35. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> we should do uh, This is how we're going to watch through card, card capture software. <laughs> Starting in the middle, one episode a year. Yeah, one episode a year. We'll just we'll just figure it out, right? Yeah. So Don't by watch... the time we're 60, we'll probably know what's going on. Yeah, the first 33 episodes are just filler, you know? Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> um, I could be just totally making this up. Maybe I put it together through context clues. Maybe I just knew this, you know, back in the... In, deep in the back of my brain but like i'm pretty sure she has an older brother and we see him in that episode um he's he's working at the little cafe they stop at when the fire thing attacks oh okay that's and that guy i'm pretty sure what's his name fuji fujito fuji it, i know uh, fuji, in, it's like fujitoshi or something because he gets called fuji toad or yeah something, something yeah. like that um he is her older brother's friend, I'm pretty sure. Okay. That's 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 my guess. That's my bet. Um is that's that's the situation. Yeah. So like it's a bit more than like, yeah, I'm just a strange high school boy who like, you know, takes these elementary schools around. Um Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's because like, you know, that's her brother's pal. And like, you know, he's he's probably known Sakura for a long time. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think that's as far as I understand, like a fairly common uh like kid romance trope or like young adult romance trope is like you know you have a crush on your brother you're like your older brother's pal or something yeah. like that mm -hmm. um yeah so i think that i think that's what's going on yeah like it, nothing and nothing like super bad happens no, or anything. Nothing, yeah, i, I would fine. just say it kind of impacted my enjoyment of a christmas episode out of context like there's some christmas episodes that you can watch like i would say of the last two christmas episodes we did Gintama kind of swept the floor oh, yeah. with everybody and like you can watch both of those Gintama episodes like 17 and 37 or whatever they are mm -hmm. out of totally out of context not really know anything and have a great time yeah I would say Cardcaptor Sakura does not fit that bill it's got some good Christmassy moments I like the ending a lot when they're on the Ferris wheel and the little like squirrel thing is like dropping <laughs> sparkles on everybody yeah and they play the theme song and they like they're they've got the like the nice backdrop with all the like the buildings are lit up and stuff and they're on the ferris wheel it's all lit up that like i was gonna say like that's my favorite anime christmas episode like imagery 
Yes. You know, like super nailed it. Um, that's that was like my fa- my favorite part of the of this episode was was that scene. And she's given the boy the the present and stuff like that. Yeah, it gives too, him a little voodoo doll. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah it gives <laughs> him a little doll of himself, which is definitely cute. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I'd I'd give it like a uh like a I don't want to give it I kind of want to give it just like a hoe. Dang one. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm gonna give it a ho ho. Okay. It's got enough Christmas in there. I I wanted it to be. I think I really because we because <laughs> we watched the wrong episode. I think I <laughs> I built it up too much. It's called Sakura's Wonderful Christmas, and she does have. A, she she has like a she wonderful, had a very wonderful Christmas. She had a wonderful Christmas. Uh, I did not during that episode. I really? thought it was pretty Christmassy, but it could have been Christmassier. That's right. We're we're ranking these based on their Christmas content, not their Ye- quality. Yeah, I mean, your enjoyment can can be a factor. Sure. But, but uh, like first and foremost, it's how Christmassy yeah, it is. Yeah, how Christmassy it is. Yeah. If the if the episode doesn't have any Christmas, then that's a ho. That's and you fair. know what? This is this is a ho ho from me. Mm. Um I would give it yeah, I'd give it a strong ho ho. I thought like Christmas was a, a central theme throughout. Um again, like that's my favorite anime christmas episode imagery was that stuff on the ferris wheel so that was really cool to see um and yeah i like i didn't really have any problem with it like there was some plot stuff we had to sort of like infer yeah um, but like i had enough hazy memories of watching card captors as a kid i'm like oh i'm pretty sure i know who that kid is and like the she's got they they talk about how she gets fiery and she has windy and wadi or watery or whatever so like there's one more like four elements creature card she has to get yeah. and then she'll have the full set or whatever. Um and she summons both windy and watery at the same time. Yeah, she double lifts. That's, like that's something. Thing apparently. Yeah. yeah. I mean that's that's the first time I'd seen her do that, but I mean what do I know? Yeah, what do I know? And they're like they're like powerful cards too. Like she's not supposed to be able to summon both of them, but then she just does so effortlessly and it's fine. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, there's she no. She's got it like that. She's they, just that na- she got that dog in her, you know. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't really have any like drawbacks from but you know it's not really like a shonen show where it's like yeah, my power is. level is only at eight and i need a 12 in order to you know yeah like she does it through the in indomitable indomitable will of mankind against the cold indifference of the universe or whatever and she does the thing punches <laughs> got the face whatever we know just, just that little thing yeah you know, yeah whatever um yeah I, I didn't need an explanation for that nor did they give totally one, so yeah totally fine um i'm with you yeah i i solid ho-ho maybe even verging on ho-ho-ho i thought there was like a good amount of christmas and the episode is overall enjoyable. Just very, very pleasant vibes around card capture soccer in general. Yeah, yeah. I th- I'm, I'm, I'm turning more your way. I'm, yeah. I'm a more disparaging ho ho. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. So the second. You know episode- what? No, I'm gonna lock it in. Ho 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 for card capture oh, soccer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Going for it. Okay. Yeah. So ho ho. Ho ho ho. Five hoes total. Five hoes total. <laughs> um. So the next episode we watched, we watched. Not really knowing anything about it, I only picked it based on the name. Sure, uh, we watched Science Science Ninja Team Gotcha Man, <laughs> and we watched the episode called "A Christmas Present of Death." You can't if you're doing a Christmas episode where you're watching random Christmas episodes, you can't not pick that one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas Present of Death, uh, and honestly, this episode kind of ruled. It, it was surprisingly fun. Yeah, um, Science Ninja Team Gotcha Man is like from 60 was it 63 or 67 i thought it was early 70s is it i think it was in the 60s oh wait are we saying episode or year year really oh yeah yeah, in the year yeah yeah science uh ninja yeah no fuck it i thought it was i thought it was like 73 no no i'm i'm 
or did, no, is it 73? Doesn't doesn't matter. It's somewhere in there. I you know, I think I got it, I think I got it right. It was 73, right? Cuz it was like 1972 to 1974. Yeah. I think. Oh I yeah, no, you guessed 73 and you, you were I like right in the middle. Yeah. I I knew it and then apparently I just w- walked it back a decade now. <laughs> um yeah, so like 73 um kind of like that old style of animation kind of looks like um old Johnny Quest in a way where like they re- like during the fights they repeat a lot of the animation oh, yeah, and for things sure. like that. Um but yeah, the whole the whole premise is there's a a, a a country that overthrew a military dictatorship. Um, they're having a chill ass time now, but um, the military dictator has teamed up with their the villain Galactor. Galactor, yeah, and Gasified uh, Batman. Yeah, he looks ridiculous. <laughs> um, and he's so he's teaming up with him, and he's going to try to take the the country back from the the peaceful people. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it, I was really surprised at how much was kind of going on in the episode. Yeah, like <laughs> there's a part where like there's an evil cop, and there's, there's there's like class warfare between like the the rich kids and the poor kids. Yeah, the rich kids sick the cop on the poor kids to take their presents. Yeah, and the cops like, hey, give me those presents, you street urchins, and smacks one or whatever. Yeah. And then, the kids all throw their presents at him, like a you know, in an act of protest, and then later show up to topple a bill, a statue in di- like protest of of the police like enforcing this class warfare. I'm like, that's I did not <laughs> expect to see that. <laughs> yeah, in a '70s anime like this. Yeah, it's really it's really interesting because usually you have the plot line where it's like we got rid of the bad leader, yeah, and now everything's good in the country. Totally, you know, and it's supposed to kind of be like like oftentimes like a difference between like fascism and like good old democracy, yeah. right? Um, and and that's kind of as far as the metaphor is supposed to go. But yeah. then to like take it, it's like okay, there's a democracy, but there's still this like incredible inequality. Yeah, like, I remember thinking when they show the prime minister and he's like smoking a cigar, I was like. Oh, it's kind of funny that like they didn't take like think about like the class element of it, and then they totally fucking they did. absolutely did. But then, <laughs> but then by the end of the episode, <laughs> yeah. they have completely done away with this, and the fucking main <laughs> character looks dead at the camera and says, "What if you uh, don't let being poor get you down?" What did yep, he say? Uh, Is that it? D- yeah, yeah, don't let. Being poor, bring you down. Bring you down, yes. Yeah. He stares directly at the, camera. at the camera as he says it. Don't let being poor bring you down. And then they're just like, and once again, peace is restored to the land, and they, they all yes. live happily ever after, and there's nothing wrong. Like, <laughs> even the kids are down. Like, oh, we got to hang out with the Ninja Power Rangers who are dressed like ducks. Like, this is great. <laughs> Best Christmas ever. And that's it. Like, we just move on. So, like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not about to throw the book at a fucking 1973 kids cartoon for not, like, being as, you know, thorough in its political analysis. Yeah. But like that did fall pretty flat after everything they set up in the first half. Totally, it's <laughs> absolutely. It's just I don't know. It's still just wild to see them uh, just even touch on it at all. Like, it, yeah, see, it's crazy. It was like, brought up in the first place. Like the cop and gets like murked by those presents or whatever, and never comes back. There's never like the, oh, yeah. there's never like the hero moment for the cop. Maybe, may, you know what? Now that I think about it, maybe that's the reason for the like you know just kind of flat happy ending is like. 
the rich kids, the rich people all get the presents that are handed out at the town square. And the presents all turn out to have a deadly gas in them. Like when the when the gotcha the the science the science ninja team gachaman shows up on the scene, the bombs have gone off. Everyone who got a present is dead in their homes. Not not knocked out, not Joker smiling gas, whatever. They are capital D dead and they establish as much. That was wild to me that like they showed that the presents that all of the children got brought home had deadly gas in them. And at yeah. first I was like, oh, it's got to be sleeping gas. Yeah. Right? Because that's, you know, this is a TV show from the 70s. <laughs> and like one of the guys goes, yeah, we're too late. Everyone who got a present is dead. Yeah. So, which includes children, which is insane. They're all dead. They're all dead. Well, the, the 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 gifts are handed out to the kids. Like yeah. it's, it's the through the kids that these things are delivered. But like, yeah. Um. So maybe maybe the 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 you know the quiet part that they didn't say it was like, well, everything's fine now because the ruling class is dead. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's no more. Yeah. Well, that's, that's crazy. That's the other thing that's kind of like. Not to be a cinema sense guy, but like the the guy's like, I'm gonna take the the evil Hitler guy is like, I'm gonna take over the country, you know, and I'm gonna kill all the peace loving citizens in order to do it. It's like, yeah. buddy, if there's nobody alive in your country, it's like not much of a country anymore. What do you, what you can't make people make weapons if they're dead? Does he like fly in his own guys? Do you think like, <sighs> no clue? They don't. You know, he had a whole bunch of minions, or were those Galactor's minions? Though I think this was Galactor's. Okay, minions, that makes yeah. sense. Galactor uh, also had the most voluptuous, glossy, <laughs> picture perfect fucking lips I've ever seen on maybe any anime character, yeah. villain or otherwise. Yeah, just huge lips on a, in a show where people didn't really have lips. Yeah. You know, yeah, like nobody else were, even had, and his were like they were pink. They had the little the little shine spot on them to yeah. show like he applied his lip gloss recently. Like right. his lip gloss was popping. Yeah. It was crazy. No, big big Galactor look fan. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Served uh, the whole episode and then ostensibly <laughs> died, but I'm sure he comes back. Yes. Um, no, he he uh as things are blowing up, he runs into an escape pod that only he gets into. The door closes on everybody else. <laughs> I didn't actually catch that. <laughs> he's, he's shown like repeatedly like being incredibly selfish. Like there's a part where one of the where Gotcha Man throws a bomb, it detonates, it kills a bunch of his minions, and oh, there's he a very grabs quick, the guy? Yeah, he, <laughs> quick quick shot where you see him grabbing a guy who absorbs the blast or Galactor. It's great. I love it. That is that is a wonderful idea yeah. for a villain. Just yeah. A, biggest piece of shit with immaculate lips i'm like i'm kind of thinking to myself like i i need to watch more of this fucking show i was kind of convinced too yeah it's like my only expo i even tried to watch gachamon crowds like from 2013 or whatever didn't get it at all yeah. um but the only other exposure to the show that i've had was tatsunoko versus capcom for the wii mm. uh and it was just like Oh, it's a, there's a guy dressed up like an eagle and a girl dressed up like a, what is that, a duck? I don't know. And that, that was it. That was my only frame of reference for that fucking. I get them confused with Yatterman a lot, who I think he uses like a yo yo, who's like his main. Oh, interesting. Uh, it's another Tatsunoko production. Got um, it. Yeah. Uh, still got to do the Superbook episode uh, where the kids travel through time into Bible stories. Oh, this is a Christian podcast. Yeah, this is a Christian podcast. Done well. by Taku Notes or Productions. There we go. Maybe that's but, next Christmas. That right? Takuno, Tatsu, Tatsunoko. Oh. Tatsunoko Productions. There we go. I'm no help here, but... Uh, I got it yeah, right. Yeah, all right. Ne- next year, I know we're going to forget, but next year, let's do the uh, Super Bible. I think I think they have a two-part, like, uh, Nate, like Jesus birth origins thing. If it's two parts, we could do those two parts versus the Gintama Santa arc, that's which right. is two episodes. Yeah. 
um, that we haven't watched it. There's a surprising amount of Santa content in Gintama, though I guess Gintama has also been going on for like a hundred years. So. Yeah, it's a long running one. It's like at least a couple hundred episodes. So yeah, like it makes sense that like you know Christmas comes around, you do a Christmas special, people like that kind of thing. Yeah, and now we can make it more competitive. Yeah, like proper Christmas. We do those and then like throw in a couple Detective Conan Christmas specials. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I have a I have a pal who's seen all of Detective Conan, which is insane. It's very long. Um, God damn. Same one I was talking about earlier with the Jujutsu Kaisen thing. Like I love it. <laughs> um, that's how we got into anime, and now he's like, uh, I I told him like, hey, check out Detective Conan, you might like it, and he was like, oh, anime, cool, I'll check it out, and now like. He's my wizened sage for like anime stuff. <laughs> I passed on the torch to him because yeah. I used to like keep up with it nonstop. You, sp- you spread the the disease to him. Yeah, yeah. but like it follows style. Like I don't have it anymore. <laughs> he has it. So <laughs> worked out great for me. Does um, Detective Conan have more episodes than One Piece? It's close. Okay. It's uh yeah, it's like it's a thousand something episodes plus like twenty something movies. Okay. Um and apparently he he said that like Christmas has happened enough times that Koichi should have like enough years have ostensibly passed because so many Christmases have happened that Koichi should have Shinichi Shinichi yeah that's his name Conan whatever Conan um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Conan should have long since passed the original age he was when he got turned into a kid yes yeah he should yeah it must be that he's just stuck in kid form right well I mean nobody else ages regardless of their because like he has oh, yeah yeah because like he has the it's not a curse it's like a science thing but like he's turned into a kid I'll, uh, aside from one other character, everybody else is just you know normal their their own age. Well, there's there's the other weird thing. Like, have you seen how in like The Simpsons now, like when Marge talks about their her time in like high school, she's talking about the like. 80s or 90s in modern Simpsons, mm. right? So they'll be talking about like dial-up internet or something in high school. Oh yeah, because that's like 30 years prior to like now, you know. And Marge is still the same age, but when things happened in her past is now changing, right? That's, so she, yeah. early seasons, if she talks about high school, she's in like the 70s, yeah, right. But now it's that she's in the 90s, which is so fucking weird to think about. Okay, it just you said she's in high school in the nineties. Yes. Okay. Or something like that. We're not quite as old as Marge Simpson yet, and that's kind of a relief. Yeah, well, we got to be close. Getting getting there. We're, I started high school in two thousand five, so. <laughs> oh, that doesn't feel good. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. We're gonna have an episode where Homer is watching Naruto at home or something. <laughs> like kid Homer. <laughs> Um, that's gonna be. Well, they already did the Death Note fucking parody, you know. Oh yeah, Naruto's not. It's got to be close behind. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. Um. Okay, we gotta blaze through these before. Oh, right. we, we end up recording for a thousand years. Um. Let's see. Okay, so science, science ninja team, gotcha man. I'm giving it a ho ho ho. I think I could put that on in a Christmas anime special list and be a very happy camper. Uh, yeah, I'm inclined to agree. There's enough Christmas. I feel like I feel like soccer was maybe more Christmassy, but yeah, like this one. I like that the presents are a part of the plot. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm on the other end. I'm like I'm like a strong ho ho, but not quite a ho ho okay. ho. So another okay. five. Another five. Yeah. All right. Equally as good as Card Captor Soccer. Yep. Uh, you know I could dig that. Um, okay, so then next we watched Lupin the Third Part Two. Oh yeah, um, we watched the Slight Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched the dub. I was kind of struggling to figure out 
which episode was the sub because cr- everything was saying it was episode 12 crunchyroll had that episode on 11 i didn't want to have another card captor soccer <laughs> so we watched the uh the dub yeah which- we also we watched the dub the dub of uh gachaman as well because we did oh yeah. we tried oh. to do that we tried to do that in japanese yeah uh, we had to watch it on high dive and for some reason when you switch it to japanese audio you lose the option to put on subtitles. But yeah. if it's in English audio, you can put on the English subtitles, which is batshit. Please fix that. We It had to be like some kind of glitch or something. Or because, something. Cause, yeah, because it's like, okay, do you want to watch it in with the English dub and English subtitles, or do you just want to just go straight for Japanese? Yeah. And... Uh, Gotta be honest, I I don't I don't know my Japanese terribly. <laughs> I don't know enough to watch. Like I've I've done some some learning over the last couple of decades, but like not nearly enough to watch an episode of a '70s anime without subtitles. <laughs> yeah, at one point you're like, I think they're talking about the power of guns. Yeah, like, I don't, I, yeah, I'm not even getting close to that one. Yeah. Uh, so we watched. So we watched the dub, and the only reason that's kind of significant for Loop on the Third mm. is that like this episode originally aired in 1977. Mm. Um, in this dub version aired in 2003. Yeah. So the the so there's elements to it that I don't know if they're in the original, but I think this dub is pretty pretty fun. I really like it. I, I enjoyed it as well, and I, I think uh, we we made the observation that I think uh, um, Gachaman was also the dub was recorded much after its original air date because yeah. uh, a kid says hella in oh, it. Oh yeah, and uh, <laughs> pretty sure that's. I, I, if that is something that was around in the seventies, I'm not aware of it. Yeah, um, I, I think there's, I, I don't know anything about this. So another case of me talking out of my ass. Yeah, <laughs> sure. But it feels like, so there's, I believe there's like a dub of Sailor Moon that's like a more accurate to the, like not like the four kids version where, like, oh, okay. they're they're like chopping up the editing and all that, like like you know the the characters all have their like original names they're just kind of speaking in english and i'm yeah. sure there's other choices right but there's not like f- the four kids version of sailor moon is dramatically different yeah, from their the, cousins yeah yeah uh exactly so i i, I did think the same I, thing with one piece i'm pretty sure yeah yeah, yeah exactly there's, there's a one piece dub where it's zoro and not zolo so <laughs> that's so i i think at some point in the 2000s a lot of people were redoing kind of these classic shows and i think gotcha man and lupon kind of fell into that to a certain extent i don't know if there was an original airing of lupon the third in america but i'm almost positive because like there was speed racer i want to say gotcha man was also aired in america with an english that makes sense i could totally be wrong um anyways talking about lupon the third great dub super fun show love the music yeah Um, and i think too like like gotcha man feels like a hanna-barbera show this feels bit. this feels like really like like the animation's really like fun and fresh and everybody's like very fluid like i love the animation on this yeah show. i agree yeah that's it's it's a real there's something really nice about like just uh loop on the thirds like animation in general especially that that outro like just the the like sunset and stuff like that yeah was super, super pretty. yeah i really liked that um i also think like there's the action scene so in the episode, they're trying to steal the wine that Napoleon had made for his wife. That's he, like, right. Commissioned uh, like a yeah, yeah. He commissioned a, a winery to kind of produce a bunch of wine for his wife, and the, the wine is supposed to go to the president of America. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to go to Bill Clinton. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing. So Lupin is trying to steal that wine bottle, and um, 
things ensue. And I love the scene where they're trying to escape. So they break as many wine bottles and wine barrels as they can. And yeah. they create this like flood of wine. <laughs> I think that seems like just super fun. That was a lot of fun. Um, not a super Christmassy episode. Not especially. Like the the premise is that they're you know it's a Christmas gift for the president, but that's kind of where it begins and ends. Yeah, there's also like towards the end there's there's also a mystery box that's also going to the president, mm -hmm. and it's full of toys that the uh they they steal the box not knowing that it's full of toys for underprivileged children. That's right. So at the end of the episode, they get on a helicopter and they just disperse the toys over the city. Yeah, they put little parachutes on them and drop them. Yeah, which is like it's it's a cute ending. Yeah, um, shows that Lupin and his friends aren't heartless monsters and all that. Exactly. Um, but that's really about as Christmassy as it gets. Yeah, that's about it's about I, the extent of it. Yeah, because uh, the other thing too is the episode is called the Slight Before Christmas, which is a fun pun, but it's. The original episode was called like a the gift for the president. Yeah, or like that. they, they weren't even billing it at a, as a Christmas episode. Yeah, originally. yeah. The, this name change was for like the 2003 English version. Yeah. So not really Christmassy as much as I really enjoyed the episode. It was I a lot thought of fun. it was a lot of fun. Um, personally, I'm giving it a ho. Yeah, I mean, if we're going with Christmas content, yeah, I, I think ho is appropriate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, great episode. Love the show. Highly recommend Lupin the Third Part Two to yeah, everybody. I gotta I gotta watch more of that. Um, I'm gonna watch more Lupin in general. You know, totally sit down with more of the movies and stuff. I've heard the the movie the movies have been good. The last Lupin the Third Part Four or Five, I've heard are, is excellent as well. Mm -hmm. More okay. recent, um, but yeah, Lupin the Third Part Two just super fun, like heist of the week kind of thing. Great, but yeah, single Love ho it. ho from me. Reasonable. Um, yeah. All right, then then we fucking went insane. Um, after we watched Lupin the Third, <laughs> we got a little McDonald's in our system. Um, I started looking up some. We were trying to find Golgo thirteen, couldn't find the show streaming. Went on kind of some random tangents and somehow decided to watch the Donkey Kong Country, like nineties TV, early two thousands TV show, that's like part animated nightmare, part musical. That's right. Because <laughs> they had, uh, let me let me make sure I get the name right here. Let me break out my phone. It was the Congo Bongo Festival of Lights. That's right, Congo Bongo Festival. <laughs> I blame you entirely for this. No, it's my fault. I well, I was <laughs> what I was surprised is that we went along with it because like when we couldn't find Golgo Thirteen, I was like just kind of offhand like, you know, all of Donkey Kong's on YouTube, and I'm pretty sure they got at least a couple Christmas specials. And, you know, maybe five minutes later, we were yeah. watching the Donkey Kong <laughs> cartoon. Well, we were watching the the live-action Yu-Gi-Oh! fan film, oh, that's Time right. to Duel. And so I think my brain was just kind of in, like, in insanity mode. And mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, sure, let's put this on. How bad could it be? And uh, I got to say, there were several times where I was like... I'm just, I should just call it. I should just, like, <laughs> turn it off. Like, I can't watch more. Oh, I had a great time. Oh, oh I, that was so much fun. Yeah, I... I lost my mind because like I guess knowing slightly more about 3D animation now it's interesting looking at the early days of 3D like I'm curious how it was done but also like man has thing have things come a long way yeah like you know 
just a random person with blender can make some beautiful stuff <laughs> and then this show here and a whole team of french animators in, yeah in, in 2001 the, or whatever yeah just make some real trash ass everything looks like ass like the rocks are just like gray like there's no <laughs> texture on them they're just gray yeah. um i hate every moment i'm looking donkey <laughs> kong's eyeballs are like not in his skull they're yeah. like floating out um Nobody wears clothes except for the female Donkey Kong. Diddy Kong wears a shirt and a hat. Oh, he wears a shirt and a hat. It just you can't give some characters clothes and other characters no clothes. Because then the characters without clothes are naked. Yes, I'm they're hundred percent naked. Yeah. Like there are just like I mean, if there were dongs, they'd be dong out just walking around. That's right. Every yeah, the, a lot of characters just wear hats. It's it's it works in something like uh like old disney animations like that kind of stuff doesn't really bother me because it's just kind of old-timey whatever but like once we start like approaching like modern stuff it just throws me for a loop yeah yeah Yeah. i'm inclined to agree it's uh i do love those musical numbers though (laughs) (laughs) not the best ones in the series uh, in this episode Uh, primarily like we don't get much donkey kong singing and like that the guy who voices donkey kong that man's got a beautiful fucking voice. Yeah, yeah. This was really like the side character singing. Like, yeah. if you're really invested in the character of like Sarge the Crocodile Gator Man, um, man, great episode for you. Yeah, but, uh, it's it's his story about how he doesn't have a family. All the the rest of the Kremlings are going home for uh, for Christmas. King Karul's got the day off. He's gonna go eat mud pies with his mom and his siblings or whatever. Yeah, gotta eat and those mud pies. Poor Sarge or whatever his name was had nowhere to go. Yep, uh, he's got no family. Got no, you know, nothing. But he discovers that his brother is a pirate and that they love each other and yeah. they have a bunch of exposition about their backstory and why they don't know each other. We don't see any of it because like you can't animate that because that would take a lot of time and effort. Yeah, and whatnot. So just have everything look like ass. <laughs> they could have done it in a musical number, I feel like. They could have. No, they they it seems like the the two songs are like like the, the Sarge has one song and then there's like this like poetry song. Like a little jingle. Yeah, like that little... they and they repeat it like twenty times throughout the episode. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, What's the final line? I can't remember the final line. And it's like four fucking words. Like it's dead like, simple. Your your brother scurvy, I think is yeah, the, it's the like, final line. Never forget your older brother scurvy yep you know and it's like you couldn't remember that shit like <laughs> <hey>. yeah <laughs> and and like i was thinking like oh maybe once he remembers that then there will be like another verse or something and then he'll be like oh and then you know and then they'll have a part that they sing together or something and no they just keep singing the same fucking four lines over and over yep but when donkey kong sang it it sounded real pretty <laughs> yeah, got yeah, a, he's got a very nice voice. Y- you might be onto something. Maybe, maybe that's the big problem with this episode. The, I, you like number one. Like the thing I was most disappointed in was that like we didn't get to hear Donkey Kong sing very much. Yeah, because uh, all the Donkey Kong centric uh, musical numbers in that show fire. Like that show sucks, <laughs> but those songs are really good. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah, it's good. I, yeah. I, I, I had a good time. I'm no, glad I, I on. did too. I'm, I'm, I'm being a, a jerk, but uh, no, it was. There's there's something like it's it, classic metaphor, but it's like a train crash, right? Like you just can't look away. Oh, like yeah. it's like the whole time it was happening. Like as much as I wanted to turn it off, I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, there was I I used to wake up early to watch that show. That and Super Fighting Robot Mega Man would come on 
uh, because we had satellite TV, those would come on at 4 and 4.30, respectively, oh in a.m. Uh, yep. So, yeah, my brother and I would get up early to watch those. Sneak school. into the living room. I got to watch Donkey Kong Country. Not even sneak in. My mom's the one who, like, woke us up and told us there was a Mega Man TV show. <laughs> like, for some reason, was up and watching TV at that time. And she, like, woke us up, like, hey, Mega Man's on the TV. And we're like, what? And we go, like, when saw it. And then, yeah, it just became part of the part of the daily routine. Yeah. I think she liked the fact that it got us up for school that early. You know what I mean? Oh, like we had so go. much time to fucking, you know, shower and all the other all the rest Do of the breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've, I've watched a decent amount of the Donkey Kong Country cartoon like <laughs> on TV. can't imagine waking up at 4.30 for fucking anything now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, not happening. Yeah. Like, and on a regular basis? Hell no. Hell no. That's... Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we can just eat all the Donkey Kongs on YouTube, so you don't have to. I can watch it anytime I want. That's right. Oh, I bet there's a Christmas episode of Mega Man. We got to do that. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah. You you talking about the fighting robot? The fighting robot Mega Man. Mega yeah. Man. And um, there's probably one of the uh, Mega Man NT Warrior based on the Battle Network games. Oh, yeah. yeah there's probably one of those. Yeah. Maybe that's what we'll pair with the, yeah. uh, the, the other couple duos. Yeah. There. Mega keep Man keep it to six episodes. There you know? go. Otherwise, what are we doing with our lives? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Pointless. Um, let's see. And then next we watched. Wait, what's oh, the ranking? what's the ranking? Uh, that's a hoe for me. Hey, that had way more Christmas than that we played episode. <laughs> it's all about family and togetherness. Donkey Kong's trying to get presents for everybody, and they're gonna have the little Festival of Lights show, and fucking uh, um, mm. uh, Sarge or whatever reunites with his long lost brother. The enemies put their their differences aside and they team up. That's Christmas as fuck. <sighs> fuck, you're right. All right, okay, I'll give it a ho ho. There's no Christmas trees. There's no Christmas lights. Um. There are in the in the cabana, I think, like where ba the crystal coconut is. Maybe but like not enough. I agree. not enough. I I'll give it a ho ho. Okay, you've talked me up. Ho ho is accessible or acceptable. Yeah. Okay. Are you, what are you a ho ho ho? Are you that fucking insane? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a ho ho for me. God that's, that's, damn it! That's that is enough Christmas to satisfy that <laughs> requirement for me. Um, yeah, I had a great time. I will. I will. That is not the last I will watch of <laughs> the Banana Slam of Donkey Kong. So, somehow, I have a feeling it won't be the end for me either. Probably not. Um, next, we watched Recovery of an MMO Junkie. Uh, did I get the name right? Yeah. Was that is that is that the last of it? No, we got one more. I just have them in the wrong order here. Oh, okay. The last one we watched was uh, Dinosaur King. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Where we also learned about our new favorite TV show, but we'll talk about that later. Um, Dinosaur, uh, no, sorry, recovery of an MMO <laughs> junkie. Just the first episode is a Christmas episode. Yeah. So it was nice to watch something and actually have the full context for what's going exactly. on. Exactly. Yeah. You're coming on the ground floor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, person is. Uh, Moriko. Moriko gets into an MMO, kind of falls in love with another person. Um, and then around Christmas time is grinding to get them a Christmas present. Yeah. That's pretty fucking Christmas. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I liked I liked the episode a fair amount. I think I need to watch more of it before it's really gonna hook me in though. To to lend a bit of context, because like they kinda they go through it pretty fast in the beginning and then like touch on it more later. But like so Moriko has just left her corporate job where like she's experienced like massive burnout and like just has to 
run away from all of it. So she takes all of her savings, leaves her job, and now she has like dedicated her time to just like I she is a shut in. Like mm -hmm. she's just gonna hang out and play online games because as is her God given right. Um and she kind of considers herself above other neats because she chose this life. Um <laughs> But yeah, the other thing to note is that on the game that she used to play this online game, uh, the one that she tries to log into at the beginning, right? Um, she hasn't been able to play recently because she's been so busy. But she had a very close friend in that game, uh, and now that the game has gone offline at the time that she wasn't uh, able to play it, like she has lost all contact with this person. Um, so like that's that's the beginning when she starts the new right. game, um, and then she starts a boy character, and then she meets a girl character. Um, named Lily, and uh, they become fast friends, and yeah, here we are. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's interesting. It 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 kind of gave me almost like like I'm not big. I, we've talked about it a bunch, like the the MMO slash isekai genre, yeah, where they they just kind of do generic RPG thing. <laughs> I'm yeah. not too crazy on a lot of the times. This had like. I mean, there's, there's, I have a little bit of bias because you've said it's really good. Yeah. Um, I really like this anime. I think there's also like just enough little twists that I really enjoyed it. Like the monster designs are like just off generic enough to kind of be fun, right? Like, yeah. They're, they're fighting, instead of fighting rats, they're fighting like weird muscular mice and like other kind of fun things like that. I'm yeah. Like, okay. That's kind of interesting. Or yeah. at least like more visually appealing to look at. I think, I think that they, more than most, like, because one, this is not an isekai of any sort. There, at no point does she like totally. go into the game or anything. They're always talking through chat boxes, um, and they'll often talk about like their personal lives outside of the game and stuff like that. You know, there's no if you die in the game, you die in real life, anything like that. <laughs> um, and yeah, they they do enough like MMO stuff to like be convincing enough, but at the same time, like they they fudge some things to make it a bit more interesting like on a drama level like totally I, I think um the guild leader guy whose name i forget the ninja dude mm. um mentions like oh with with lily's looks you can imagine she has a hard time like you know dealing with creeps in this game or something like that and it's like it's an avatar yeah like, she picked the hairstyle and the clothes and stuff like that it's like, nobody's it's like <laughs> i want most people don't choose to make their character i'm gonna make my character ugly as sin yeah you know like i just want to be uh you know just fucking make my character like missing half their skull. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, and like, I get, you know, in Final Fantasy 14, like, there's like a biggest, probably one of the biggest parts of the game's economy is like, uh, the fashion stuff. Like, you can, yeah. you can change your, um, your armor to look like a whole bunch of different items and stuff like that. People have like fashion comp uh, contests and stuff like that in the game create frequently. And like, so like, I get there's some amount of skill to crafting a good looking avatar, uh, you know, versus like the basic stuff. But at the yeah. same time, it's like, I don't know how real that is. Yeah, woman player dealing with with creeps online, sure, totally. totally. But like based on her avatar's looks, no, I don't know. Um, some stuff like that that like they kind of they kind of play fast and loose with the line between like reality and and video game. Yeah, um, but yeah, there, I think there's definitely enough um, enough to to make it convincing that like oh yeah, this is a, a video game that she's playing with other people. Like that's neat. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and it, it adds to the draw. Like if everybody was just talking like in a chat box kind of thing like exactly. that would be a pretty boring show to watch exactly um so yeah i was into it i think the christmasy elements are worked in pretty well yeah i agree um yeah i i think this might be a ho 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 for me yeah like i i i wouldn't say i i would say that if i watched this show out of context of you saying it's really good i don't know if i would be super <laughs> like Oh, I need to watch the next episode sure. as it ended. 
but as a kind of like like I'm uh, part of what I'm thinking about now is now that we've watched so many Christmas episodes. Like soon enough, we will be the anime Christmas experts. Yeah, I mean, eventually we'll have watched all of them if we're not already. You know. <laughs> yeah. um, so I'm thinking about like my my ideal playlist of like if I had people come over and I was going to put on Christmas anime, what would I put on? Yeah. And I think this would fall into that playlist. Yeah, yeah. So I'm giving it a ho ho ho. I think it's cute. I think it's Christmassy. I think the grinding for christmas loot is is nice i thought that was good yeah yeah it was, yeah still a lot of fun still really like that show yeah um this one we we did watch subbed but i will say the dub is with with one character exception i was telling you about earlier yeah uh, the, the sub is very very good um big big fan of the, or the, the dub is very good the dub excuse me yeah, yeah the 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 english is is a very good uh yeah it's really good I like it. yeah i mean by and large dubs are pretty solid they're so days. much better than they used to be i, I watched most of Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, season two uh dub oh, no way. and i'm only on the sub because the dub is like a couple episodes Hasn't behind and yet. i'm yeah. like just so hooked no way you're waiting for that yeah yeah so um yeah i think that i think the dub is really good yeah on uh, dubs are good now guys you just have to accept it um anyways ho ho from you ho ho from me yeah so yeah that's a right. that's a six so this six. well so so far that's our favorite christmas episode uh can dinosaur kings uh dethrone it? Let's talk about fucking dinosaur king. Um Y'all ever seen Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's it's got like little bits of like I feel like I feel like the closest thing it it pulls from is maybe Digimon. Yeah, it's closer to Digimon. Because they have the cards, not only the cards for the monsters themselves, the dinosaurs that also hang out as their little pets when yeah. they're not fighting, but then also they have their their little digivices that they use to like do attacks and stuff like that, very similar to Digimon Tamers. Yes, actually, yeah. This this really does feel like bootleg digimon yeah but like the difference is they're just dinosaurs they're just there's like a carnotaur and there's the main character the main character's dinosaur is a triceratops that is a sidekick dinosaur that is a blue ranger dinosaur that is not main character dinosaur absolutely crazy Um, yeah i i i think that's just like a swing and a miss i do though and maybe this is the reason I think of the three dinosaurs in their tiny baby forms. Yeah. I do think the Triceratops is is the cutest. Of it them. is the cutest. Yeah. And I, I would hope so, right? Main characters. That's your yeah. Pikachu. You know? Yeah, your exactly. I, I think it's, it's, yeah. And funnily enough, it does have thunder attacks. They defeat the monster at the end of this episode where he's like, you know, uh, Triceratops dinosaur friend use a uh, uh, fucking thunder smash or whatever and then the dinosaur gains electricity spins around in a circle and tackle dive tackles the yeah he volt tackles bat. it yeah yeah exactly and that defeats the the thing we also forgot to mention we watched this dubbed and it's the fucking Pokemon cast yeah I think that's why I defaulted to Pokemon earlier is like yeah the main character is just the Ash voice it's I, I'm pretty certain that is Veronica Taylor doing that voice like, yeah that is, that is the voice of Ash and like everybody else it, it honestly the show is this episode is almost worth watching just to be like oh that's meowth oh that's james yeah. you know jesse james meowth misty they're all there and they're all in pretty similar roles i would say misty is the only one that i was like uh you know very different character I was but like the villains that... are jesse and james yeah because there's there's main character max and then i think his pal the blonde one is rex and i don't recognize his voice and then there's a girl 
didn't catch her name. But yeah. uh, that one I would have expected to be Misty's voice. Totally. Actress. But Misty is the um, the Team Rocket has extra members in this. And uh, the two grandkids of the evil scientist guy, um, Rod and Laura. That sounds right. Yeah. Laura is is voiced by Misty. Rod. And Rod, I'm pretty sure, is also voiced by Ash. Yeah, no, they are. And there's a part where they talk to each other and it just feels like I'm going insane. <laughs> it's just Ash talking to himself. Yeah, because it's like it's like just like uh, like a like it's like a slightly different ash. It's like somebody doing an Ash impersonation, but like a really decent one. Yeah. Both, and they're both talking to and I'm like, <laughs> Yeah. It's it's funny. I like I think I've mentioned this before. I listened to uh some of an audiobook narrated by veronica taylor and uh which is the only reason i know her name quite honestly mm. um and when she would it was told from like the main character is a woman so like the narration is all you know a woman but like when she does when a man has dialogue and veronica taylor reads it she does it in ash's voice <laughs> like perfectly <laughs> and like this one has like a slight enough difference where it's like oh she's not trying to make him sound like ash that's just you know her her, her boy voice mm-hmm. um so like there is a, 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 a subtle enough difference. Ash's voice is a little raspier and these characters didn't really have that. Whereas her audiobook voice is just the raspy Ash voice. But yeah, hearing those two, it's like you, if you close your eyes, you don't know who's saying what. Yeah. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. And it was like super. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I think. Yeah. Like I was saying, that's it's it. It was that did make the episode fun. Like I, like, I agree. That's yeah. Ash. Hey, that's, you know, I, I don't pointing your was... finger. Recognize something. <laughs> yeah. You know? I don't think it was very fun by virtue of like what was going on in the episode. No. Um, one dinosaur, just realistic dinosaurs. Like, what fucking year is it, guys? Maybe yeah. Listen. This was this came out in what two thousand nine something like I that. I want to say like I think uh, Netflix said it was like two thousand seven something yeah. like that. So yeah, it feels um, yeah, it just feels kind of cheap because like this sure is older. This is newer than like Bakugan and shit. You yeah, know I mean? and like the three D animation is like not great. Like it all kind of no. feels like you just downloaded like stock animations for yeah. dinosaurs and then you position them together in post. You know, you might be onto something. Actually, I, uh, maybe who knows? Know. But like you might yeah. be onto something. Um, I will say though. This episode's pretty Christmassy. It is That's pretty Christmassy. The I'll thing that they that. get they get right because the two orphan kids, Rod and Laura, are um, they like their parents are dead or in the past, and they're or super something. Christmassy. Yeah, and they're trying to get their grandpa, the professor, to build a time machine so they can go back to their parents. I don't really know. And the grandpa's like not doing it, or not... maybe he needs the dinosaur cards in order to do it. Yeah, we watched. Episode the Christmas episode was episode forty five of the forty nine episodes. That oh were fuck! Out. Like this is you're right. This it's like almost over. There might be a season two because we also jumped on. Um, Tubi only has season two oh, apparently. That's right. So I don't know if I don't know. I, it doesn't fucking matter. I'm Who not knows? watching more dinosaur games. <laughs> uh, the, what do you mean? Uh, the the point is we were deep deep into we the were. show at that point and. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of the context is lost, but it just does not seem particularly interesting. It, the fact that they're just dinosaurs, yeah, and they're not particularly good-looking dinosaurs, is not great. Like, yeah, it if the the priorities I feel are just totally misplaced. Like the 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 cute pals, like the you know their their baby forms, like yeah. that's that's a great start. But like, if the action looks like that, I can't imagine. Like, if I were you know their target audience i'm seven eight years old like yeah 
the moment they turn into the big CG dinosaurs, I'm like, well, who cares? And like, yeah. that's the moment you're supposed to get hyped up for. That's like the Agumon digivolves into Greymon for the first time. That's the whole, that's the Pikachu learns a new attack time. Totally. You know? that's, yeah. yeah. The, the, you can't yeah. hype me up with that. Yeah. It was, um, it reminded me too, like, and maybe every other episode's different, but I have my doubts. But like in the last episode I talked about, even as a kid, recognizing that every episode of Pokemon is the same, right? Oh, like sure. they meet some characters, they do a little thing, and then Team Rocket shows up, they fight Team Rocket, Team Rocket blasts off, and then the episode ends, right? Mm -hmm. And that is essentially the format that we experienced in this episode. Mm -hmm. And uh like that part of my brain just like went off. I was like, oh, <laughs> I hate this. Yeah. I've seen this a million times as a child. Yeah. And like, I, I feel very similarly to how I felt with Super Yo-Yo. Like, look, we're a couple of 30-somethings talking about a cartoon made for single-digit aged kids. But like, those single-digit aged kids deserve a better cartoon. And I can't imagine this being fun for anybody that's not pointing at the screen and going, that's that character from Pokemon. Like, I cannot, like, that's the only enjoyment I can imagine somebody getting out of this show. Like, I can't imagine a kid being like, I love these shitty-looking dinosaurs. I mean, yeah. I can. Kids are like, whatever, but. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't like, get it. Even if you're, like, old enough, just, like, old enough to comprehend what's going on in the plot, you're probably already too old to enjoy this show very much. 100%. Uh, like, and I've watched a bunch of, like, you see Duel Masters, for instance, like, just shameless Yu-Gi-Oh! knockoff. Like, yeah. That was, like, infinitely more engaging than this, you know? Well, and at this point, too, like, Naruto is out, and I would imagine it's, like, a seven- or eight-year-old. Like, I was, if I could watch the episode sequentially of Dragon Ball Z, like, I could follow fucking Naruto, you know? Yeah, like, like yeah. I Like, I think, I think just, like, it, it feels like a show from the 90s that came out 17 years, like, too late. Yeah. You know? I feel like I feel like if I was watching Naruto around seven or eight, that probably would have like scared me a lot. Like maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe, the, maybe not. I don't know, but I don't. Or like even just Dragon Ball Z, right? Like yeah. in two thousand seven, it's probably not too hard to find Dragon Ball Z online on fucking whatever website. Yeah, so, um, and like I, Dragon Ball Z had a couple of moments too. Like I remember, like you know, towards the end of the Frieza fight, Frieza gets cut in half and stuff like that. And like yeah. Goku's in the in the ship that might not make it and all that. Like that kind of stuff like stressed me out as a little kid. You know? <laughs> Um, there's a part in Naruto, like in the first couple of seasons where Kakashi, um, he uses his Chidori technique. He, his hand becomes all lightning and he, and he like goes to hit a guy with it. And then his young accomplice, who's like Naruto's age, gets in front of it. And Nar yeah, Kakashi's hand goes straight through the kid's chest. Mm. And like, I mean, it's blurred enough for, for TV, but like there's zero ambiguity about like what just happened. And like. That would have freaked me the fuck out as a kid, I think. Okay. Maybe I don't know children is what I'm learning. Maybe. Here. I don't know. I've just, um, but maybe I was just a, a huge weenie as a kid. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. See, unlike me, I, I was a tough kid who loved <laughs> violence. Um, I loved horror sto like stories and stuff like that. Like I loved Goosebumps as a kid, and that kind of graduated me onto like more serious horror stuff. Mm. And I was not ready for that more serious horror stuff. And like <laughs> I, I would just like be up like inconsolable because i'd read something really scary as a little kid <laughs> but then i would keep going back to it because it was really interesting yeah i know yeah you're kind of drawn to that that scariness it's the same reason kids love like five nights at freddy's and shit like that totally. you know? yeah yeah hey kids love scary stuff oh yeah um anyways dinosaur king 
Dino it's Trucks pre- is better. We Dino, Dino. Yeah, let's talk about Dino Trucks. So after we finished Dinosaur Kings, we got a recommendation for a show called Dino Trucks with an X. Yeah, and that's right. It's wild. It came out in 2017, and it's wild to me that it took this long for humanity to realize that we needed Dino Trucks. Yeah. Because Dino Trucks is just dinosaurs, but also their construction vehicles. And they, it's not like Beast Wars or Transformers where they turn into, like the dinosaurs turn into trucks. Yeah. They are all truck, all dinosaur, all the time. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm a I'm a stegosaurus, but I also have like a bulldozer on my back. Yeah. You know, and I'm carrying around rocks that my other dinosaur friends are yeah. doing the stuff The ankylosaurus is a wrecking ball and the brontosaurus is a crane. It's like smart. Genius. Yeah. Genius. Kids love dinosaurs. And kids kids love, love construction vehicles. They just put dino trucks together, and I'm like, great. Easy. Five seasons on Netflix, three of the spinoff dino, dino trucks supercharged. <laughs> Somebody fucking nailed the formula. They got it. Yeah. That's that's the dinosaur programming the kids need. That's, yeah. yeah. We will be watching the Christmas episode of Dino <laughs> Trucks next year. <laughs> um, but... Uh, what the fuck did we? Uh, I'm, I'm giving I'm giving Dino, Dinosaur Kings dinosaur like a, a real soft ho ho. It's very Christmassy. It's ve- it's Christmassy enough for me to give it the ho ho. I don't like it enough to even consider ho ho ho. So no, not not even close. It 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 doesn't like the the Christmas part is a part of the plot, but I I they don't defeat the villains with Christmas. Um, they kind of win over the kids with like niceness around the holiday season but i don't feel like the mom was being nice to them because it was christmas i feel like the mom was a nice character what 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 even happens with the the bad kids the rod and laura what happens we just started talking at the end of the episode and i after the (laughs) after they pick up the megalosaurus or whatever card i just kind of checked out yeah Uh, i assume the kids went back to their professor time machine but uh and now maybe in the next episode they'll be like, actually the good guy, the D team, are actually really good. Di- dinosaur team, in case anyone was curious. Yeah, in case anyone was wondering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, I was like, because the the action kicks off when like so Rod and Laura have been invited to the main character Max's house for Christmas stuff, and they're all wearing costumes for some reason, like Robin Hood and Snow White. And yeah, stuff. they're all wearing. Some of them are dressed up in Christmas stuff, right? Like the main character's dressed up like a snowman, yeah. but then another kid's dressed up like a pirate. A yeah, yeah. And, then, and the the other boy is a, is a pirate. Yeah. In fact, at least half of the half or more of the people are not dressed in anything Christmassy. Snow White has the word snow in her name. So okay, there yeah. you go. Yeah, that, we'll call that half. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but so like so these so these the evil kids come over to the good kids' house and then the good kid acts like a real dick to them partially because he knows that these kids are evil. Yeah. And um, then they steal the girl's like dinosaur digivice or whatever. Yeah. And uh, then they they all go after them and they fight with their dinosaurs. Um, but like before that, the the parents are like, "Hey, you know, this is a time for people to put aside their differences and come together and be happy together." Blah blah blah. Like learn to learn to love each other or whatever. And then Max is like, "Get the fuck out of here! Nobody likes you." And then the kids are like, "Okay." And All the right. Mom's like, "Hey, Max, you were kind of a dick there." And he's like, "Whatever, dude. We're gonna go fight them with dinosaurs now." And then <laughs> they run out. They fight with dinosaurs. They get the dinosaur card from Jesse. Uh, and then it's kind of just episode over at that. Like, yeah. there's no like. Ah uh, well, maybe we should have learned to be civil about things, and maybe we didn't have to come here or whatever. Like maybe the good guys could help the kids out. Like no, the Rod and Laura just like 
as far as I can tell, they just fucked off, but maybe yeah. they didn't. I don't know. We and didn't they watch just, the last they, couple minutes. They say something like, we've collected 31 of the 36 dinosaur cards. I was like, 36 fucking dinosaur cards? That's both too many and not enough. Yeah, actually. I can't name 36 different dinosaurs, but like you should have more dinosaurs. I mean, we're coming from Pokemon here. Like you're, You got to have 100. Uh, yeah. 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 Give me wait. 100 dinosaurs. Especially since some of them can have special powers. Like Give me like this is the flamethrower T-Rex. Yeah. You, know? you could have different variants. There's of- so much... So much you could have done with Dinosaur King, and I feel like they just they just dropped the ball. I think they were. They like, could have been Dino Trucks. They could have been Dino Trucks. <laughs> they could have been Dino Trucks. Absolutely. Truck. I th- I think that they were like realistically. I think they were banking on the educational aspect of it, like them being yeah. actual actual photorealistic ish dinosaurs to like have a bit more pull, at least with the parents. Like, yeah. Well, my kid could watch Pokemon, which is just dumb shit I don't understand. Or they can watch a show where at least they're learning a thing or two about dinosaurs. But I feel like all you're learning is, like, dinosaur names. You're not really learning anything about the dinosaur. Because, like, I'm, I, listen, I've never been to Dinosaur Times, but. What the fuck is Dinosaur Times? Back in the day, I don't know. All I'm trying to say is. Oh, oh, I thought you meant, like, an amusement park. No, no, no. no. Where the fuck is that? I've never been back in time, but. I'm almost positive that Triceratops did not have lightning powers. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Carnotaur had like super speed or something like that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It looks like a T-Rex, but it's got little horns. Yeah. Dino King. Dino King. Dino King. More like a dino letdown. Anyways, (laughs) ho-ho. That was such a Gordon Ramsay Kitchen Nightmares (laughs) favorite. <laughs> Just screaming at these children. You idiots! You could have been so much more dinosaur based. You kept it too simple. It's like you were afraid of change. It's like in every episode when he's like trying the food and he's like, meatball. More like a meat bomb. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> dino King. <laughs> more like dino crap. My God. <laughs> Been watching a lot of Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah, recently. I can tell. There's, there's a new, there's a new season. Oh shit! Yeah, it's on Hulu. Like right. new now. Every episode has had like had a point where he shuts down the kitchen. He finds the bucket, the the slop bucket that every kitchen apparently has in it. <laughs> it's just like full of like disgusting, slimy, rotten chicken breasts, and he's getting his hands all up in there. He's like, "Oh my god, look at this! Oh, it's terrible!" He's like licking his fingers. He's not actually, but yeah. like he's getting. He's this got is his, terrible. <laughs> he's got his fucking knuckles in like in like yeah. months old moldy chili, yelling at them about it. It's like we can tell it's bad. You don't have to yeah. finger it like that. Please yeah. stop. Um. It's. I used to hate how fake the American Kitchen Nightmares <laughs> is, and now I love it. It's give so me, good. Give me the drama. I don't even care if this kitchen is real. No, yeah, like it's it's all bullshit for sure. Like, but I can't get enough of it. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, okay, I think so. Our favorite of the, uh, our favorite is uh, recovery of an MMO junkie. I mean, you, I you think that that's going to be mine going into it. I yeah, like. I think I think we. That was that was all pretty Christmassy. Yeah. Um, and I think even though Loop I think Lupon ended up getting the the lowest score. That was the here. one that was a that was a two. That was a hoe from both of us. That was a hoe from both of us. But you know, both great shows yeah. there. And then, you know, right in the center, Dinosaur King. Don't watch it. No. It's not for 30-year-olds. It's not for the old man anime podcast. I, I wouldn't even recommend it. Like, I could recommend... If a kid was old enough to, like, still like Paw Patrol, like, that's the age I could probably... Like, you can throw anything on in front of a four-year-old and they'll yeah. have a blast, you know? Yeah. But, like, 
How could you say, hey, kids, check out Dinosaur Kings in the year of our Lord 2023 when Dino Trucks exist? Dino, Dino Trucks been out. Dino, Dino Trucks, Trucks got eight seasons for you. <sighs> yeah. Watch some Dino Trucks, yeah. kids. Um, <laughs> let's. Well, I got to get moving here. I got to do the classic Christmas thing of going to work. Yeah. Um, I have to get back to playing Animal Crossing New Leaf on my Nintendo 3DS. <laughs> what year is it? No one knows. Um, we'll we'll get a little, get our little Christmas wrap up here, but let's let's do a little plugs. Yeah. Uh, what do you, what do you got to plug, Bakri? Uh, Bandcamp.com slash Eight Mammoth. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Eight Mammoth. It might be Octo Mammoth. I gotta look that. I should know this. You should know. Um, this. Go to my Bandcamp. It. It'll be in the, the. There's a link probably down there. Um, there's a song that'll be playing in a little bit, and that's on the album uh, that I have on Bandcamp. And um, yeah, uh, otherwise you can follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash 8mammoth. I know that one. And uh, yeah, how about you? Yeah, um, well, you can, uh, if you liked this episode, you can like this video, please subscribe. If you if you also liked this video, like, uh, put, let us know in the comments. These Christmas videos get the least views on our channel of By pretty far. much anything. Um and they're still, and we'll still, but we still are gonna keep doing them because this is like my favorite thing. Like this is kind of what gets me in the Christmas. Season. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm gonna go. I'm I'm working at a theater tonight. I'm gonna be doing like a Christmas show there, and that's not gonna put me in as good of a mood for Christmas as like even like fucking Dinosaur King. Yeah. You know? <sighs> Excuse me. So yeah. Um. If you like this video, you know, let us know. It. Uh, I appreciate it because mm -hmm. this is just, again my favorite episode of the year, or probably so. Um. Yeah, uh, you got any? So next episode is gonna be in January, twenty twenty four, probably. Yeah. You got any uh, New Year's resolutions? Um, I don't know if it counts, but like I did just get uh, get back into um, weightlifting recently, so to continue with that, I guess. There you go. I don't really have any sort of like numerically quantifiable goal, but like I just want to stick with it for a while. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's about it. How about you? I can dig it. Um, I want to. Uh, heretical on this podcast where we drink beer, but I want to drink less and I want to also probably watch less Dinosaur Kings than I did in 2023. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If we I, can get down to zero Dinosaur, <laughs> dinosaur King before I think that's um, And you know what I really want to do is uh, I want to watch. We've we've been good. We've been covering a wide variety of topics. I'm ready for this Jan January. Let's kick it off. I want to watch some good old shonen battle anime i think you're right i think it's about that time we got to get back into it yeah i need it uh i will say on the on the on the note of drinking less like we we drank a like a bit like i feel like i got like a good buzz going on nothing crazy for godzilla you know what i yeah. mean like totally coherent totally everything the whole time like at one point i was probably like oh i can't drive right now but like that's the worst it got you know yeah. but like i felt terrible the next day dude oh man i was i was down for the count yeah all day the next day and i had to go to work in the evening Oof, i was like oh, that's rough. <laughs> oh no yeah so that was that was a tough one that was a tough one yeah we're just getting old this is the old man podcast there it is um i don't drink enough water i hate being hydrated yeah. and uh beer hurts now my so. knees hurt i don't understand skibbity toilet what's going on <laughs> what's going on who's the rizzler no one will tell me <laughs> Well, everybody, uh, have a happy holidays, uh, whatever your persuasion is, and have a happy new year. Enjoy 2024. Kami-sama bless us, everyone. Aww. <laughs>